Just hear those taglines jingling, ring ting tingling too. Oh boy, it's lovely weather for a tagline reading with you. Outside the snow is falling. <laughs> <laughs> you who? <laughs> I love that song. It is pretty good. That's not my favorite Christmas song, though. No? What no. is it? Marshmallow what? World. <laughs> I'm being. Why are you laughing at me? I'm being completely serious. Is that the, uh. Yeah, little marshmallow world. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yeah, love that song. <laughs> okay. And uh, dance of the toy soldiers. That's in the, or no, Mart. What is it? Yeah, parade of the toy. Soldiers. March of the toy soldiers. Not from Nutcracker. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I hate the Nutcracker. <laughs> oh man, I used to sing it as a child. The Nutcracker. Yeah, like in a chorus, like for an opera house. You're like, oh. No, oh. <laughs> that's you, little choir boy. <laughs> no, ladies no. and gentlemen, welcome to this episode where we talk about Disney's The Nutcracker, the four Yay! realms. <laughs> no, we'll get to it. We'll get Ooh, to God, it. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> um, so I do have some taglines. Hell yeah! Finally. <laughs> Sorry that uh, that was supposed to be faster. <laughs> I forgot about it. I forgot yeah. <laughs> what we were doing for a moment. <laughs> no, um, I got taglines for you. Here we go. Their Christmas will turn the town upside down. I hate this town so much. <laughs> In this movie, just you just like put me into a black like a blacked out rage <laughs> just thinking about this 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 town. Um, but I, but they're not going to have Christmas. No, it's their special type of Christmas. Right? They're Jewish. <laughs> Everyone's real mad. Uh, and no, ho ho. <laughs> what? If it, I thought it was just no. <laughs> just don't. <laughs> uh, I, it, it's more like oh, oh no, oh 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 no, <laughs> yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, with a budget of sixty million dollars, an opening weekend USA gross of twenty one point five million, a total USA gross of seventy three point seven million. So that means it did make its money back. And a cumul- cumulative worldwide gross of $96.5 million. That's a box office success, really. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah. Uh, with fingers stuck in car windows, frozen cats, botched Botox injections, hickory honey ham massacres, South American caroling, with no deaths in total. And a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> <laughs> With a 5.3 on IMDb, a 22 Metacritic score, and a 5% on Rotten Tomatoes. Woof. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. It's 2004's Christmas with the Cranks. Let's drop some bombs. Poisoning the dinosaur's water supply. In a 
matter of decades, their entire species will be extinct. Hell, everybody loves popcorn. Doesn't anybody care about this whole dinosaurs becoming extinct thing? No! Welcome to Bombs Away, the only podcast recorded inside a projection booth. My name is Jonathan Young. Joining me inside the studio, as always, is... Christmas with the pumps. Pump shotgun, that is. Tyler Rowe. <laughs> Wait, what? Because <laughs> I wanted to shoot myself watching this film. Uh, you're just sitting there, it's Christmas, you're just in a trailer. <laughs> like that shirt you have, the the, um, the lethal weapon yep, shirt. <laughs> yep, that's what I was saying. Yeah. You're just sitting there, it's just like a gun in your mouth. <laughs> There's one line in this film that Tim Allen says that I resonate with fully <laughs> and that is when he falls off the roof and they're like what was happening and he said it was a suicide attempt but i read the instructions wrong <laughs> okay <laughs> oh man so you you did you watch this alone no i watched it with carly okay so but did you did you ask her beforehand or had you both already seen she's this? seen this movie before oh, okay I've so we ne- can't do the bit i've never seen this movie before and she has numerous times. What? And, and her sister, when we were at Thanksgiving, her sister was talking about how much she loves this That's movie. That's right, she did. I was like, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think she likes it because it was Chris Columbus, the Harry Potter director. <laughs> so that's why she was so into it. It's kind of her thing. Yeah. <laughs> God. Uh, is a, that, That's this, kind of the thing there. Yeah. Yeah. This movie will have you saying, is Chris Columbus good at directing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So uh, before we get into that, a couple announcements, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this on the week of its release, you still have time to buy retro release video pop-up tickets. Those tickets are on sale at our link tree, which is link dot. Oh wait, <laughs> I wasn't prepared. Link tr dot ee slash bombs away show. I was so not ready to be called on it. <laughs> Damn it. Do I edit this out? No, leave it in. It's funny. (laughs) Tyler was just over here on his phone. (laughs) I was reading something. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yes, ladies and gentlemen, please join us at the retro release pop up. Tickets are on sale at our link tree, which is linktr.ee slash bombs away show. That's where you can get t-shirts you can get tickets to this pop-up you can get tickets to our other live shows all right there ladies and gentlemen join us for the retro release pop-up coming to you december 13th through the 15th if you are in the southern california area uh linnea quigley's gonna be there we're screening silent night deadly night one two and hollywood chainsaw hookers it's going to be a blast come out and join us if you can uh for those of you other than that, if you can't make that, uh, come out for Jingle All the Way, December 28th at the Frida Cinema. And I feel bad because I keep saying all these Southern California stuff, right? And we got people out there all across the world, right? So if you guys are interested in seeing us live one day, share our shit. Get this out there. Get this episode out there into the world and uh, and just get people listening and then – I promise you, one day mm-hmm. we will come to Indonesia. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> they talked about us. 
<laughs> I don't know what that accent was. I don't was. know what that accent was either. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was just nondescript. Yeah, I there was no descript to it, yes. <laughs> you are correct. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. Uh so Christmas with the Cranks. Uh what? What's wrong? They didn't have to do our our girl Jamie Lee Curtis like this. Okay, that is fair. I I mean, I, are we just diving right into that? <laughs> no, I'm just saying in general. Okay, like actually, You're you right. know what? This is like Freaky Friday. Her, so you know what? This was this was bound to happen. <laughs> it's like this, this was early 2000s Jamie Lee. She was making some choices at this point. Um, oh. it's. <laughs> she had she had to deal with her dickhead son, <laughs> played by Chris Evans. God, yeah this uh, this movie's wild. Yeah, um, based off of a book called Skipping Christmas. Yes, yes. Which um, a lot of jokes in this movie are bound around you understanding that it came from a book called Skipping Christmas. To the point where I kept asking myself. This film was called Skipping Christmas first, right? Right. Because the script is completely written around you laughing at the fact that they say it ten times throughout the film. Really? The last line of the movie is, Skipping Christmas. What a <laughs> stupid idea. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, if you didn't know that it's originally called Skipping Christmas, that's not that funny. No, it's not. No. You're right. So, um, this movie starts uh, just... Yay, cool. Uh, this this movie starts the Sunday after Thanksgiving. So it's just like what's happening right now if you're listening to this yeah. on day one uh, and what, how we're recording it. So we're recording it on the day that it happened. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> um, what I find interesting about this is I need to point that out because the amount of time that happens between this – and the end events of the film are extremely close together in time. What? Three weeks tops? Uh, it's six weeks. Six weeks? Yep. From the end of November to Christmas? He says that the time frame of this film is six weeks. Who says that? Tim Allen. The, he can... says it at the end of the movie. He says, I've been planning this vacation for six weeks. How is it possible? I, I don't know, but that's literally what he says. He says, I've been planning this vacation for six weeks. When, then, when was Thanksgiving for them, like, November 16th? I mean, you do understand that Thanksgiving can be earlier in the month. Yeah, but not – it's usually the first or last week. I mean, not the first. I mean, the third or fourth week, right? Yeah, but then – I don't know. He says six that. Six weeks. I, that is – that is – you are hitting very clearly on, yes – a weird like problem he does say that he says i've been planning this vacation right. for six weeks i love how I, I love how this is at the top of the list for us to talk about right out right out the bat that means he he literally <laughs> was like once the daughter is gone we're going on this vacation but i'm gonna act like it was a spur of the moment <laughs> idea <laughs> right yeah but also like the fact that like there's no there's no way between november you know 25th or something like that or you know because yeah, ours not, is late this it, year yeah, but ours is really late there's no year. what i think i've seen it 23rd 24th before right that's still only four weeks 24th to a 24th 
Yeah, I don't know. He says six weeks, man. He literally <laughs> says it at the end of the movie. This is the hill we're going to die on. <laughs> whether or not this actually happened. Uh, good old no Yeah, yeah. It was weird. It was a weird comment. Yeah. Uh, but also, the amount of stuff that does happen, whether it's six weeks or four weeks, right? Like, the girl falling in love and, like, going to get married and, like, all this other stuff that we're going to go over. It's just wildly unbelievable <laughs> yeah it is without a doubt okay so what we're talking about the girl and 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 this trip she's gonna go on right she is going off to the peace corps and it's supposed to be for like two years she's gonna go off into the jungle somewhere or uh, somewhere she's going right? to south america yeah which i love the joke on his way home in which he's like honey she's going to the peace corps like it's not like they're gonna send her somewhere dangerous and I'm like, have, did you research it at all? That's exactly what the Peace Corps does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you go to in the Peace Corps. You know, I have to say, uh, I really don't like Tim Allen at all. Like, Hardly I'll, ever for I, me. Never. Ever. Really? Yeah. But I like the Santa Claus. I don't like him as a person, and I don't <laughs> like him really in movies other than like Buzz Lightyear. But this movie, he is the only thing keeping this movie together. I okay. So uh, I, this is the thing, and I'm sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna side with your sister in law. <laughs> is that like I genuinely enjoyed myself? It's was, weird. We're gonna get into why I hate this movie so much. Okay, like so much. Okay. So, yeah, she's going off to the Peace Corps, and um, they are seeing her off, you know, like, to the plane. Yeah, and hey, um, listen, movie, as a person who lives in Southern California, I have, A, been to the Los Angeles Convention Center, I've seen Demolition <laughs> Man, and I've seen Starship Troopers. You can't trick me into thinking that that's an airport. That's just the <laughs> lobby of the convention center. <laughs> And also, they're talking about how it's one of the busiest travel days of the year, and there's like 10 people in this airport. Yeah. 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 It was very uh, spacious. Yeah. <laughs> because that place is huge. Right. <laughs> it was like, the instant I saw it, I was like, oh, the LA Convention Center. There's like oh, cool. no denying it. Hey, bye. Have a good night at the hockey game. <laughs> yeah, basically. Oh, God. <laughs> Have fun at the one convention hall for Scare LA. Go Kings. They don't play at the convention center. <laughs> what the fuck? At the, at the Staples Center? They play the Staples Center. Which, which is like is across attached the street. to it. It's across the street. Okay. <laughs> it's pretty attached to it. Um, so, yeah, it, it it's very obviously not an airport. But do they even say where they're supposed to be? They don't say where they live. Okay. But you know what? I think it's supposed to be Chicago. Yeah. I mean, these people are pretty crazy. <laughs> the final... <laughs> Sorry, Chicago. <laughs> the final shot of the movie shows uh, a city in the background, and it looks like Chicago. And if we're going off of, like, Chris Columbus, and this was produced by John Hughes... Fair. It's Chicago. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's just like there's just not rampant gun violence I mean, in this film. Did you see a building that looked like it was diagonally cut in half? <laughs> that That's is Chicago. Chicago. Actually, yes, at the end. Also, they have that. Weird, I literally like, know uh, no other landmark. I don't know anything reason. about. I know one other thing about Chicago, and it's this. Um, it's this parking structure that's very famous. It's like looks like rings, and it's on a Wilco album cover. <laughs> Someone's like, like, they're talking about the Broadway structure! <laughs> and that big bean. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, I do remember going there when they had their, uh, like, cows across Chicago. What the fuck is that? You know what's funny is I went there. Westerners in the street? I went there and I, I only remembered the cows and I remembered a, fa- a big Ferris wheel. And that's literally it. Oh, Sears Tower. Shit. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah, the yeah. other skyline, like, monument. That's right. Like, yeah. Damn. Sorry, Chicago. We're really shitting on you for no reason right now. <laughs> I love you, Chicago. I love uh, uh, Wilco. Um, uh, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> He's from Hawaii. <laughs> but he lived in Chicago. Right. Different. <laughs> I love the bears. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Yeah, so they so, see their daughter off. Uh, I kept being like, I've seen this daughter from somewhere, and it's she's literally just a side character in Dodgeball. <laughs> she just... she hot. <laughs> she is. Yeah. She's really good looking. Like, but also I'm like, damn it, does that mean she's like 18 in this film? That's also like not 20. established. Yeah. Well, she yeah. Right? It's know. like, did she go to Peace Corps right after? Also, that is not Jamie Lee Curtis and Tim Allen's daughter. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not at all. I, 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 I don't know how to tell you guys. <laughs> but the, the baby came out and he was like, Ooh. <laughs> Give her a bowl cut. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so they send her off to the Peace Corps and then they are driving in the rain and apparently uh, Tim Allen, uh, Luther, Right? Yes, Luther. Um, he has not picked up something from the store he was supposed to, right? Uh, some – is it chocolate? It's it, – the the food does not matter. Well, no, it, it does for one reason because here's – okay, I'm just going to lay out my problem with this film, why I don't like it right off the bat. Oh, because I, I think I know what you mean, like chocolate, butcher. Yes, okay. everyone in this movie – Treats Luther as if is he is some insane asshole. See, this when is nothing makes sense in this world. Yes! In this movie, this he, is this is what I was upset about. He goes to the butcher. It's pouring down rain. Yeah, Santa's like, want an umbrella? He's like, fuck you, Santa, and he <laughs> yeah. goes inside. He does. He goes and gets some meat, mm-hmm. and he comes back out. Also, and she's like, where's the chocolate? And he says, it's the butcher. She's like, yeah, but the butcher's where I buy my chocolate. And he's like, the butcher's where you buy meat. Why would I think chocolate in the butcher? And she's like, fuck you, loser. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, to get it more specific, because it was just a regular supermarket. It wasn't just the butcher, but right? But she said, go to the butcher for the chocolate. Yeah, well, she she didn't. What she said was, and this is this backs up your point more, is the fact that what she what she said was, like, she goes, where's the chocolate? He goes, I, you know, I didn't get the chocolate. I couldn't find it. And she goes... Did you ask the butcher? Yes. Right? And he goes, what? She's like, did you ask, you know, Sean, the butcher, right? And he's like, I didn't think to ask Sean, the butcher, about chocolate. Yeah. Right? And she's like, well, now you do. Right? And yeah. he just goes and gets it again. And she makes right? him go back inside. So there, he's already treated being like, you're the fucking moron. You're the asshole. And that's the problem with this whole movie. Mm-hmm. It really wants you to hate him so much. And there's literally... No reason to. And I felt so sorry for yes, him the I whole movie. It's like, why is everyone like a crazy person? Okay, in this movie? I don't know if I should say it now or just hold it for when it happens. Um, but uh, uh, they spoiled it in the trailer, so who cares, right? Is the fact that like when the daughter calls, when they're like, "Yeah, we're skipping Christmas," so 
uh, you know, spoiler alert, guys, that's what they're doing here. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we're skipping Christmas. They got the planet and, like, everything's set. And then she calls and is like, I'm coming home for Christmas. And they're like, oh, fuck, right? Well, he's like, oh, fuck. And his wife is stoked. Right. Right? And I felt so sorry for him in this moment and so full of, like, anger for him. Yeah. Right? And, and because, like, this guy was so excited. He gets his hopes up through this movie. Right? And then I was so angry for him that I was like, fuck, I hope that boyfriend of hers cheats on her. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's – Like, because I did not want to see happiness. She ruined his. This whole movie is hinging on you not liking Luther. Yeah. But he doesn't do anything wrong. No. The whole movie is everyone being like, you fucking dickhead. It's right? Like, what has he done wrong? <laughs> they have not shown that he's done anything wrong. They don't even show that he's like the neighborhood grouch regularly. No, he's like well-liked in the neighborhood. Right. It's literally they flip on him the instant he's like, we're not doing Christmas this year. Yeah. And it's like. I get it for dramatic like effect, but still. Yeah. So um, it, they, he sees they it. get through this. A gigantic water pouring soundstage that they're on, yeah, which yeah. is like the most soundstagey I've ever seen a soundstage. Who stage. made this movie? Huh? Who do you know who produced this movie? What? What? Like Warner Brothers? Well, or... that wouldn't matter anymore because like they they, they... all use each other's back. Yeah, but I'm trying to figure out if it's the same set as How I Met Your Mother because I think it is. It looks like it. Yeah, it looks like New York Street. Yeah, yeah. Even though it's supposed to be Chicago, but it's interchangeable. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It totally. It is the most soundstaged soundstage. Ever. Well, not with like physical set, big but... water drops. Yeah, that shit dumped on him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he Santa says, "Do you want an umbrella?" And then he used magic to make uh, the umbrella above the restaurant or above the store dump like the awning, fifty gallons of water right, on right. Tim Allen. And, and again, you're still supposed to be like, "Ha ha ha!" Right? Like, I feel so bad for this. I guy. do. I do love how uh, the awning dumps on him, and he said, "Like as he said, like I couldn't get any wetter." Yeah. Right. And then immediately. They cut to him like, uh, like noticing uh, something off camera, and he's like semi dry. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, it's like he's he was dried by the warmth of the the sign. Right, and the thing that he sees off camera is the advertisement for the cruise. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I just found it, I, it. Anybody who like is going to watch this, go back and and see like he gets dumped on, and then well, one he's dressed as like uh, Kevin McAllister's dad, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, immediately has uh, that tan jacket like semi dry. Yeah, it's so they go home, and right they go back home after this, and he he explains to her well not before like. Doing this math crunching montage. Oh, where he's he's like looking through. That's right. He's at work now. Right. He comes in. He says hi to everyone. Everyone loves him. That's the thing that made me so mad about this movie. Is like that. Like you said, there's nothing that shows that he's an asshole. Nope. Otherwise, he goes in his office and everyone's like, "Hey, Luther. Hey, Luther." Everybody fucking pitchforks him he's immediately. Like, how's the kids. Hey, how's the kids? Right. Like, he's cool as fuck. Yeah. He they're like Luther. Office. Yeah, Mr. Crank. Mm. And he goes in and he cranks that, the numbers. It's not that dramatic, but. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, and he's doing the numbers, looking over receipts, and being like, "Holy I, shit, we spend six thousand dollars a year." When I'm first watching this, I was like, "I've never had to crunch so much math in order to go. I can or cannot go on a cruise." Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, no, he wasn't. It wasn't. But I were, got it. It was. It's his selling point. It's yeah. him being like, "We could spend that money on ourselves, mm -hmm. right?" And yeah. This is another thing that makes me so mad about this movie. Is initially when he goes home. 
and like lays out for like oh first off Jamie Lee Curtis is horny as <laughs> she's fuck ready in this to movie. fuck <laughs> ah, man that's that's exactly what I put there um uh, <laughs> they, she's ready to get it on the table she, um uh she she's sitting at the table and he starts like being like hey honey I got a surprise for you and like I'm gonna go in the other room right get ready and, and she yeah. starts unbuttoning her like gross like, ass sweater vest she's like right here on the table yeah right <laughs> and I'm just like holy shit and then like still he comes in with uh, a Hawaiian shirt on and, and like a boom box and, and she's like, like oh and she's like okay all right and I'm Role like play. I'm like fuck it. old people sex is gross <laughs> <laughs> boomer sex <laughs> <laughs> oh, like they getting kinky over a Hawaiian shirt. That's you. <laughs> Your collection of Hawaiian Me? shirts. Fuck you. <laughs> this movie, um, again, I genuinely was so bummed out about Jamie Lee Curtis because of this movie. And the other night I went and saw Knives Out. And I was yeah. like, oh, no, she is good. She is. She's great. <laughs> She's great. Like, her character in this movie, though, is, like I said, two thousand early 2000s. Jamie Lee Curtis, the scream Jamie Lee Curtis, as I like to call her, as in the she's like, always, ah! <laughs> yeah, like, why? Yeah, but she's always been the scream queen. Yes, but she doesn't <laughs> scream ever in those movies like that. It's the it's oh, yeah. her it's her Jamie Lee Curtis as a mom. Not when she's like Tommy. Yeah, Tommy, I'm gonna die. <laughs> it's just like I don't I don't get it. So yeah, he lays out for her. We're gonna go on a cruise, and she's like, skip Christmas. Right. Another cha-ching. Remember this movie mm-hmm. was called Skipping Christmas? Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. Like, let's do it. And she's a little off put by it. She's like, well, what about the like. What about the oh, charity? It was the charity. And he's like, we'll still yeah. give her money to charity. We still have enough to give well, her charity. She she holds him hostage for it. She's like, no charity, no. Because he was like, no, full boycott. Yeah. And right? Like, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And she's like, you know, if you're not going to give to the charities we normally give to, um, I'm not I, I'm not in for it. Like, I'm, I was down until you said no charity, right? Yeah. And he's like, fine, I'll... I'll match the same thing we did last year, but not a penny more. And she's like, okay. She's like, boom, we're on. She's like, we need those tax cuts. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they, they basically were saying he, I think his math came out like they spent five grand last year. $6,000. Was it six? Something close to that. Right. And, and, and that's including like uh, decoration repair gifts. Like basically everything that is involved is, in spending time for Christmas. How much decoration repair do these guys have to do? Because <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ, oh, they're they're straight up the warehouse. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Um, it's like they're like slinging around Christmas lights like a lasso, just like <laughs> popping the bulbs all the way around their house. Uh, yeah, but yeah, that's her only hang up really at first. And yeah, she's like, okay, let's do it. And so, boom, we're off to the races. He, we get a montage where he's just like uh, emailing everybody on his distribution I list. I do like that, right? And he's like, you know, like um, I won't say bah humbug. I won't, you know, like uh, this is literally just a full and see, boycott. This is my thing. This is why this movie makes me so goddamn mad. He was he so literally polite not about like, it. Fuck you for enjoying <laughs> Christmas. Fuck off. He's just like, listen, I'm not going to participate in any of it this year because right. uh, we're just we're going to go away. At the same time, I was like, um, okay, so like, you can't like come to other people's houses in their Christmas party. Like, it, the line was, I was like, you could have 
at least not alerted people so crazy. I do agree that his way of being like, hey, we're not doing it, is a bit wild, but the reaction from everyone, literally the, email goes, the <laughs> email goes out in the office and everyone's like, oh! <laughs> it, Get him! It was like when the stock market crashed in the 30s and people started jumping off the buildings. <laughs> it was just like... <laughs> Christmas! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's it, insane. It is, and and they are immediately like because he's like, I'm not going to give gifts. I don't want any gifts from you. See, so- that's where I'm like, okay. He said, don't. I'm not going to give you a gift. Do not give me a gift. Right. It's like okay, that's perfectly rational. And, and like, there's I think there's a line by a secretary that's just like, mm, a good. I guess I'm not going to get that cheap ass watch she or whatever. That, like, anyway, no, that like, dollars or that that. Uh, that drugstore perfume I was running out of. So she's making a sarcastic comment of something that she didn't want already? I know. Everyone is an asshole in this movie, <laughs> except for the character that they want you to be an asshole. Uh, I, I, yeah, it was a brain fuck. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and then that's where I enjoyed it. Is because I'm rooting for this guy this whole time. I'm like, I'm rooting for what you See, deem the you enemy. Like, you like the movie up. for the reason you should not like that. The movie doesn't want you to like the movie, though. Mm-hmm. Johnny, Johnny from Cobra Kai, baby. Like, <laughs> he was the real hero. Daniel Larusso is an asshole, but that guy is a bad guy. This guy's just a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's like, I've spent so much time not taking care of myself and my wife, and I'm gonna go ahead and do it now. And right. everyone's like, "Fuck you." Yeah, <laughs> it's like right. Uh, so, at this point, this is when they start getting ready for the trip, right? They right. S- go out and do their stuff. Yes. Yeah, so, um, the, the 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 kids with the uh, the Christmas tree racket oh are just coming to people's houses, right? So this is our first interaction with like people uh, reacting to the boycott, insane right? Insane people. Yeah. Um. One, there's a bunch of like I don't know, like. <laughs> They're just running a racket. Yeah, they they're, are. They're just like, hey, you want to buy a Christmas tree? You bought a Christmas tree last year. Support the Boy Scouts. Be a bummer if your kneecaps got blown out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, just, oh, Jesus. Right? And he's like, hey, I'm not buying a Christmas tree this year. Sorry. And immediately they're like, motherfucker over there couldn't buy a Christmas tree. Yeah. Right? It's, it's like Dan Aykroyd, right? Oh, God. You know, Dan Aykroyd is insufferable in this film. Yeah, doesn't have much to do. Other than be annoying. Yeah. Like, it's weird because they make him out in this moment being like, oh, no, Fromaya. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I don't know why everybody's Italian in yeah, this episode for me. it is Chicago. Right? Oh, it's Fromaya. <laughs> no. <Right>? Um, <laughs> They're like, hey, Fromaya. Do you, know what's, do you know what's my other problem with this movie, too? If what? they were really trying to give real redemption to Luther, the ending of this movie and everything that happens is not – doesn't do it either. Because the hero in the end ends up being Frohmeyer because he's the one who's like, let's get the shit all together. Right. And I know it's supposed to show, like, the town all of a sudden is like, we're not going to worry about you guys being dickheads. But it still is like, I don't get it. It's like, if you guys were going to flip this easily, why were you assholes the whole time? Don't understand. Like, it seems insanity. Like, the entire the entire town is in their own bubble. Right? Fucking nuts. It's it's very greener grass. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Oh shit. Um but yeah yeah, I mean I get it, small town America. But... I don't even think small town America gives this much of a shit. My parents constantly bitch about the fact that the neighbors down the street never put their Christmas lights up, or they do and they don't turn them on. But my parents aren't like, Yeah, fuck those guys, let's <laughs> murder them. <Yeah. laughs> it's like 
I, I, I don't get it, but uh, the point of, of the small town America is like if you have two, two police officers who are able to do everything that they do in this movie, like ain't shit going on in that town. <laughs> like they are in their own bubble. Yeah, no, for real. It, it's it's maddening though because like you're not quite sure what Luther does for a living either, right? Uh, he's an accountant, I think. Some yeah, I guess because he's doing the math and everything, yeah. right? So you're not quite sure what he does. You know that she volunteers at like a soup kitchen or something. She doesn't work, but uh, you do see her volunteer. Yeah, no, but I'm saying like she doesn't have a job. Like that's that's basically the the gist of it. Which is why she's home when they like terrorize her. Yep. Right. Okay. So oh, also speaking of which, she goes and tells her friends at lunch. That they're skipping Christmas. What a weird set of characters that never show up again. They're like, oh god, what the fuck? They're like, wow, Felicity Huffman is there, uh-huh. and the and the aunt from <laughs> Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <laughs> yep. And she's like, well, that's okay. I don't have much going on. And Felicity Huffman's like, well, this works out well because I'm going to be going to jail in a couple days. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you, as Luther is turning down the kids from the tree, did you see? Um, the neighbors across, like, next to Luther's house. You mean fucking Rickety Cricket? Hell yeah. Laughing at his dad for getting <laughs> electrocuted? Fucking Rickety Cricket from Always Sunny in Philadelphia is in this movie. I don't know how or why. And he just, he looks almost just as crotchety as he does <laughs> at, like, season four. <laughs> yeah, yeah, where he's already homeless. Yeah. And he, he does that, uh, they do a podcast, and he makes her, like, eat shit or oh, something. Oh, yeah. Is season four the, the one where he also talks about how a dog, a wild dog keeps fucking his neck wound? Or is that no, later? No, that's way later. <laughs> that's when he's like... That's when he's like a ghoul. Where, yeah, where he's doing... Uh, sorry, guys. The Sunny Podcast now. <laughs> it's, it's where he's running a dog shelter. That's right. That's right. God. So he's in this movie. He is, right? yeah. He, does, he has like one actual line. Yeah. Um, it, it's, uh, who we're referring to is Michael Hornsby. By yeah. the way, and uh, he's actually a writer on Sunny as well. Um, yeah, he's always been a part of the, the yeah. show, I guess. So uh, what what I like about this is that the two his parents are, to my recollection, nobody. They never actors say anything, wise, right? Um, but you've got him just in this duo of nobody people and he's nobody at this point too though pretty much (laughs) but still you're just like what is going on because like he does have a couple moments like where he plugs in the lights yeah is this movie's 2004 yes so sunny doesn't come out for another two no sunny's already been out by then pretty sure it's only been 13 seasons at this point right 14 yeah it doesn't come out for two more years oh really yeah i guess so yeah so sunny hadn't even happened yet wow Okay. Right? Yeah. yeah. So he's no one at this point. That's okay. Fair. I I literally thought it like started then. No, yeah. This is this is early 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 for him. Okay. So, yeah, he's there. That's just a really like wild weird cameo. Yeah. And then um I did, did you also notice this Luther says no to everything. Like no decorations, no nothing, right? Yeah. As he's saying this, there's a Christmas wreath on their front door. Okay, Carly said the same <laughs> thing. She point, but it's because it plays into a joke later in the movie. 
It does? You didn't see it happen? I guess not. Later in the movie, after they get terrorized some more, the the wreath is on the door, and he slams the door, and then he opens the door and rips the wreath off the That's door. That's right, he does goes do back that. Inside. Right? Yeah. But I was already bothered by it. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Well, like, I think, I think... Where I'm like, who put that on there? I think Jamie Lee Curtis put it out there. You think so? As like a, an appeasement. Okay. And he was like, fuck this! <laughs> <laughs> right? This poor guy is just getting terrorized left and right. The only scene where I think he actually deserves it is when he goes next door to his neighbor house and he starts stomping on their plastic nativity scene and yeah starts busting it yeah. apart. <laughs> so <laughs> and he punts baby jesus in the street so luther lives across the street from the sheriff from critters and yes and emmett walsh yeah and emmett walsh who is in a million things he was in dude. knives out last night is he yeah He's the security guard. That's right. That's yep. right. And he's also in, um, oh, fuck, I lost it. I just had it. It's I'm a movie sorry. I love. Uh, well, it's gone now, I guess. Forever. So, um, uh, yeah, M. Emmett Walsh is the, the neighbor across oh, the, the street. jerk. He's in the That's jerk. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he hates these cats. <laughs> um, so he lives across the street with his wife who is dying of cancer. Okay, movie. What the fuck? <laughs> like, welcome to your Christmas movie. Jesus Christ! Right? He goes over there, or um, Walt Luther goes over there to talk to them. Mm-hmm. Just, and then he's like, he steps on their cat. He steps on their cat. He which hates he's their always cat. Doing, but you know, it's that a neighbor's gotta hate another neighbor's animal. Yeah. So he goes over there, and Emmett Walsh is straight up just like, "Oh, you're skipping Christmas?" And he's yep. like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Oh, cool. Yeah, my wife's gonna die. This is her last <laughs> Christmas, asshole." It's like. Why does that matter? <laughs> so like, what if he was just straight up like, okay, just like, you want to borrow my lawnmower? Yeah, go fuck yourself, old man. Because he keeps calling him old man. Yeah, right? that is pretty funny. He actually, him and his wife are actually the only two characters, other characters besides Luther. I love in this movie I, that I, I really like. like them because yeah. she's really nice. Yes, she's adorably nice. And where you're I just think, like, why are you married to this asshole? I think he's just worn down and, and like I sad. Totally get it. Like and and that's why I feel for these two characters. These two only, mm-hmm. but not the whole like you're an asshole for skipping Christmas part. I still don't get that. No, I, I to me, Emmett Walsh through this movie is just going with whatever makes him miserable. Yeah, like I don't think he really he just cares if he does. Him, yeah. I mean, their I don't their house isn't very decorated. No, because they're old as fuck. Right, and one's gonna die. He's gotta he's gotta worry about her. Right? I think, and I think and nobody's giving him shit. And I think that's their conflict in the film mm-hmm. is that they can't do all the stuff that Luther's being like, I'm not going to do it just because, because they can't. Damn. That's deeper. Than yeah. I, like, I really think that's deep. I think that's what it is. Yeah. And it is because I guess you could say everyone else in the town is our assholes. Yeah. Right. But I think if there's some, now that I'm thinking about, it, there's some significance to the fact that they are also the house across the street. Okay. So and they see so each like other at all times. Of the two, right? Because and it's the it's a it's a it's an opposite reflection of the family who very well can celebrate Christmas and do what they need to do to do it, and they could still go on their vacation. Versus the family who cannot leave, can't do what they want to do, and their kid does not come home ever, which is what we learn as well later in the film. I'm just gonna smoke one up right now because that was <laughs> deep. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. That's some parallels. I think that's the only thing that this film does well is that character. I didn't even, like, that did not register until you brought it to light. Yeah. For me. 
Just the complete parallels right there. Yeah. Christmas of the Cranks is pretty good. And Christmas of the Cranks, their daughter, the Crank's daughter, comes home just because she wants to. Yeah, that was fucking sad at the end, man, when she's just like, he, he hasn't been home in years. Yeah. Right? And you're just like, dude. It's like when it's played for laughs. I'm like, am I supposed to laugh at that? No. <laughs> Your kid doesn't love you. No. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Damn. Sad that was corner a sad, over. deep, deep <laughs> tangent, right? Getting back to it, right? Um, Getting back to the parts we hate. Yeah. Um, people are so mad, right? That they 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 aren't getting gifts. They're guilt tripping him. They're 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 saying things like I said, the secretary and the and the whole uh, bottle of perfume. Hope your daughter dies, asshole. That's yeah. What <laughs> <in the office. laughs> yeah, it was weird. Like people like were doing those weird like like for comedy side comments, being like, "Ah, look at you, you're getting fat." Yeah, <laughs> which is. Okay, do I have to say one other thing that this movie does well is they do say to him, oh, you're looking like you're getting fat. And then throughout the movie after that, he progressively starts eating, like, diet stuff. He's drinking Diet Coke from then on out and, like, eating, like, fruit cups because he's, like, worried <laughs> that he's too fat for the vacation. Um, so, yeah, now at, at this point in the movie, uh, uh, they're trying to get frosty. And and so Jamie Lee Curtis is home, and there's like a squad, like led by Dan Aykroyd and a lynch mob. Um, Malcolm's brother, and yeah, Dew- Dewey, <laughs> he's in this movie. Yeah, from Malcolm in the Middle. Um, so that's Dan Aykroyd's son. Yeah, Spike and I'm like, is his name? Damn, nobody has like good looking parents. No, no, <laughs> decent looking kids, bad. looking No, that parents. kid's goofy looking. <laughs> I mean, but like. You th- What's he look like now? Is he like grown up enough to I say like when he's grown? Honestly, I don't know. I think his IMDb page still has his picture <laughs> from that time on yeah. it. Um. So now they're outside of the house and they are basically shouting, "Nora, Nora, Nora!" <laughs> he, his IMDb guy still has the 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 picture. He hasn't done anything since 2010, so it's Thanks. never going to get updated. Thanks. <laughs> So Dan Aykroyd's like, Nora, we just want Frosty. Yeah. <laughs> we want Frosty and for you to try some Crystal Head Vodka. Oh, God. <laughs> She's like, it's Jesus. really good. It's smooth and delicious. Jesus Christ, I will put Frosty up. Please. <laughs> no one deserves that. The aliens need to see Frosty from the street. Nora, Nora, I need you to put Frosty up. And I need you to please get Bill Murray to read the script for Ghostbusters 3. He's not answering my calls. It's called Ghostbusters Afterlife. <laughs> Just announced today. Uh, I'm not, wait, I'm not really? joking. Yeah. But that's like the new weird one, right? Where it's like With a this, soft reboot. No, this is the one where they're in it. Are they all in it? Yeah. Everybody who's left other than, um, the, other than Lewis Tully. <laughs> I I think like I really hope Bill Murray requests time off from his job at the PF Chang's in the Atlanta airport so he could go film the movie. <laughs> Have you heard about that? No. He went to the Atlanta airport and he walked by the PF Chang's. He's like, these people look like they're having a good time. I want to work there, and he applied for the job. And they gave it to him, of course. <laughs> well, they're right? like, if you really want to work here, we'll let you. And I don't know if he <laughs> did or not because he has all these stories where it's like supposed to be quirky, but it just comes off as annoying. <laughs> it's like 
<laughs> Fuck off, Bill Murray. <laughs> he made fun of me about my alien so many times. <laughs> but for some reason, he's the only one people like from my movie. <laughs> no. And Harold Ramis. Hell yeah. <laughs> He's amazing. Uh, Wait, no, I like your answer too. That means you're like adding it up. You're like, mm, none like the black guy. <laughs> no, I do like him too. We're just naming everyone except Dan Aykroyd, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, who's in this movie? And uh, yeah, they just want Frosty. They're taunting her. They're like, like I said, they're like a lynch mob. They're literally like, it's so weird. They're like, give us the monster, Frankenstein. <laughs> 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 that would have been that, talking to you, Frosty. <laughs> that would have added a little bit of humor to this movie, like a weird thing if they came with like pitchforks and, and torches. I. Because this been movie's more, so absurd. Right. I would have been more okay if, like, they kept showing things from, like, an over-absurd, like, imagination. If they just went nuts with it, right? that would have been real fun. They're like, they're outside, it's like, <laughs> Right? And, and it's not really that, but yeah. that's what they keep imagining. Way cooler movie, in my opinion. Without a doubt. Um, but now, they're like... Please give us Frosty. And she's on the phone with Luther. She's like, Luther, they want Frosty. He's like, don't fucking give it to him. <laughs> yeah. He's just so, he's shouting in his own office. Be like, we said no. I don't give a goddamn. The whole thing for me is like, yes, this may come off as uh, like not reasonable. Just like, just put it up. But as a person, and I wish Carly was here to back me up on mm-hmm. this. As a person who lives their life purely off of spite and, like, doing <laughs> shit because other people told me to. I ain't taking those fucking spiders down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, I am, like, Luther at, at, at my core. <laughs> I was Romeo in Romeo and Juliet my senior year of high school because okay. my ex-girlfriend said she was going to be Juliet and I better not audition for the show. <laughs> <laughs> so I did and I got the role purely out of spite. <laughs> damn I, i'm luther man i'm like if it was just like hey one of the kids came over and was like could you put frosty out we love him he probably would have been like yeah it's cool but it's like yeah there's a lynch mob outside that's gonna <laughs> murder me if you don't i'd be like fuck them i mean i think he was gonna say no regardless but still it's like yeah i feel it dude but uh, yeah also we're, we're dealing with people where you're like mind your own fucking business that's my other thing too what like, if why they is ju- everyone so concerned what if they turn jewish <laughs> what if they came outside and was like yeah blair was killed by frosty in ecuador <laughs> so lacayam <laughs> Uh, Happy Kwanzaa, brother. Yeah. <laughs> right? They would have to respect that shit. Yeah. They'd be like, um, could you put up your blue and white Christmas lights now, please? <laughs> I noticed there's not a menorah in your window. Yeah. <laughs> put the menorah up. I noticed you only lit the menorah candle once, but we're currently on the sixth night. <laughs> Nora, all we want is the blow up dreidel. <laughs> <laughs> Just give us the dreidel with the air fan. <laughs> that looks like a just shriveled up condom left on the lawn <laughs> during the day and we'll be good <laughs> Christmas with the Krankoviches <laughs> uh, Oy vey <laughs> Oy vey <laughs> So God, where are we? Okay, Luther comes home and they hide in the basement, right, with Frosty 
That's right. Oh no, because of the Christmas carolers? Are we at the Christmas carolers? Yes. They oh. they they bring in Christmas carolers from out of town in a truck to drop them at their home. I mean, they don't bring them there. They go there and then they run into MM at Walsh. Yeah, and he's like, and they're go like to their house. Yeah, they're like, "We're we're in the neighborhood looking for people that could use some Christmas cheer." And he's like, that asshole over there, you know, use some. So basically, like, he's like, he skipped Christmas. And they were like, oh, my God. Because they're, like, from the church. Yeah. And they're like, who, what kind of demon would do that, basically? You, you mentioning that they could have been Jewish is just really, like, ferment, like putting in my mind this idea of, of, like, this whole movie's actually a hate crime. <laughs> They're just like being harassed because right? they're not Christian. <laughs> this <is> like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> they're just picket signs outside. Yeah. <laughs> Go home. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, you're not but you wrong. know what? This is a hate crime, period. Like, it's just like it's that it's the same aggressiveness as when you tell someone happy holidays and they say Merry Christmas back at you. Yeah. Um, uh, some things that also happen prior to this, though, uh, is that she does escape the house while they're, like, confronting her about Frosty. Yeah. And this is where Dan Aykroyd is running alongside the car. Oh, yeah, and he gets his fingers caught Gets in his window. fingers caught and, and, like, finally pulls them off and crash lands. I'm going to tell you from firsthand experience that he would have been fucked up. And he would have been like the dog in vacation that was tied off to the back end of yep. it on the freeway. His fingers wouldn't have come out of those gloves like She's that. going 20, 20, yeah, 25. It's a residential. I'm telling you, from a person who did stupid shit when they were young, I held onto a car and ran with it as far and as fast as I could until like the momentum itself I just tumbled on the ground oh, like an geez. idiot where I was just like, okay, I give up. Oh, God. Right? And just rolled on the ground and was fucked up. Like I'm talking about abrasions all over the place. Like uh, I couldn't walk right for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> for what reason? It was like a dare when I was like 20, you know? Like, stupid shit, right? I'm telling you, they were at the same pace and everything. He's got his hands locked in there, so he couldn't even let go. And then no. when he finally gets his fingers out of the window, boom, tumbles on the ground and he's okay. Yeah, and the gloves are left behind. And we get another <laughs> another Jamie Lee Curtis scream. <laughs> yeah. That's that's accurate. So where does she go to? So she go. this is where he's like, meet me at the mall. Like we'll we'll both go to the mall. I'll call, I'll leave work and we'll go to the mall and we'll go tanning. That's right. Yep. Yep. And this is the scene. Yep. So they go see Donald Trump at the tanning salon. <laughs> <laughs> that chick looks fucking wild. And, and, yeah. So there's this girl. I guess she's the girl at the counter, right? And she has got the most bronzed tan skin you've ever seen, but like the same like pale circles around her eyes from like the goggles yeah right uh blonde like spitting image he could have been my daughter (laughs) (laughs) and uh, and uh she's just stupid (laughs) yeah she sucks her character is only there to be like dumb stereotype yeah pretty much right so this is 
where they they did Jamie wrong. <laughs> really wrong. This I this scene made me genuinely upset. Sure. And I feel for you. Cuz it's like I don't know. I don't get the joke. The joke is <laughs> middle-aged woman's body. And it's like mm-hmm. that's not funny at well, all. Mm, I I wouldn't say that as much as the joke is like <laughs> oh jeez like pastor sees naked person or like somebody in less clothes than normal but it's still just like it, it, it's not old woman's body as much as just indecency yeah in general but you're like for what they're in bathing suits they're they're getting tanned at a tanning salon you're the person you're that walked up on them in yeah, the no, shop he's the fucking pervert right that priest yeah so basically their local priest which like i don't understand how this place how this like this town has a mall considering they're like i don't know 10 people in the entire neighborhood that is true but it is <laughs> like, it's like next to you know of course chicago sure sure but yeah they go and they get tanned and yep. then some guy walks in and scares her that's what prompts her to come out in the bikini and then the, the that's when the pastor shows pastor up like, and he's like oh Nora, I haven't seen you at church lately. And she's like, oh my god. He's like, don't worry, I'm not attracted to you. I'm like, like I'm much younger. <laughs> and male. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. Oh, god. <laughs> uh, ha- have you seen Dan Aykroyd's kid around? <laughs> I like him. Um, so, yes, and then Dan, uh, not Dan Aykroyd, uh, Tim Allen, Luther comes out, right, with like the biggest hog, <laughs> like in Jesus a movie. Jesus Christ! Yeah, he comes out in a in a speedo, packing heat. <laughs> Just like, hey, hey, uh, father. <laughs> I got a huge penis. Yeah. And he's just like, and again. Like, it's the only thing you can focus on, man. It's like Labyrinth. It's just right there yeah. in front of you. And and another thing about this Tan, part, magic, tan. The reason why I like Luther in this scene again is because he just turns to the pastor's like, hey, pastor, how's it going? Anyway, it goes back to this because it's like, hey, don't make this fucking weird. It doesn't have to be weird. Yeah. So I will have to say before we, before we, pass on this just so we didn't seem insensitive honestly bravo to jamie lee curtis yes but that's what i'm saying is bravo to her but the joke that they are making is for you to recoil at the fact that she's like in a bikini sure and that's what's fucked up about this movie too it's like what am i i what's funny about that that's not funny we keep degrading our characters yeah yeah absolutely and we're only degrading them because what they skipped christmas yeah pretty much i mean i mean at least they didn't go as far as being like, yeah, they're actually going to fuck on that table. Because <laughs> uh, that's empowerment right yes. there. <laughs> so, so, yeah, now... They hide from the carolers. Mm-hmm. That's later. Frosty is a demonic entity. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, when they're hot, down in the basement, Frosty decides to, like, come to life? He's like... <laughs> it's like the furnace from Home Alone. Yeah, it, right? and, uh, Chris Columbus. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> you want to watch a better movie of his? And, and and basically what Frosty is is a giant, like, eight-foot statue like of Like a fiberglass right? statue. Yeah, that apparently everybody has to hang on their roofs. With what? What? A I fucking know. crane? I know. 
Because they show him trying to put it on the roof. And I was like, how does that sit on their roof? You just balance it on the pitch and hope for the best? 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 <laughs> what uh, the fuck? You just have a stroke? <laughs> <laughs> I just became conscious of my tongue and my I mouth. I just hope for the best every day. Every day of my life. <laughs> oh, shit. God damn. <laughs> The other day I was hanging frothy, and, <laughs> and I just got up on that roof and I hanged the rope and I had this hope for the best. <laughs> Fuck. Wow. Uh, Typically it's you with the one with mush mouth. I'm the that is true. Here, like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yes, I don't understand. I hope for Beth all the time. <laughs> Life after Mary, Beth. Sue, I don't care. <laughs> Somebody. Um, um, yes, so he his eyes light up and they're like, ah! Anyway, next scene. Yeah. Uh, also, are, the, are are is somebody allowed to publish a newspaper story without contacting the person who the article is about? I think this is a <laughs> um, this is a neighborhood newsletter. You don't think it, you don't think it was at least for the entire like town? It's for the neighborhood, but it's not. It's not like the published newspaper. I because mean, basically the newspaper is like <laughs> Luther Crank. Like, I'm sorry, I just lost Luther it. Luther Crank. <laughs> okay, so now we're one and one. Yeah, it's there fair. We go, we're good. Like, just Luther Crank, what a son of a bitch. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, that asshole pictured here in this photo that we got from his neighbor's roof yeah. is a real mean son of a bitch. Can you believe he's not doing Christmas? Anyway, here's the local forecast. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, it's fucked up. And it's like, dude, you could, like, literally, they could be like, we're being harassed. They are! Which is the problem, because we are very quickly introduced to these fuck-up police officers. Yep, right? So now, we're introduced to Cheech Marin, right? And Jake Busey. Yeah, and Jake Starship Bussey. Troopers. <laughs> Negligent police officers, we will get to later. Yeah. They almost kill a man in this film. <sighs> And, so uh, okay, okay, yeah, we'll hold on that one. I was about to go off on it, but um, so yes, we are introduced to Cheech Marin and and Busey, and uh, they're, they're like, selling hey. a, a police charity calendar, right? And he's like, in this calendar, we got hairy pussy, <laughs> we got stinky pussy, <laughs> we got snow pussy, <laughs> uh, <laughs> beefy cop, <laughs> sexy cop, starship trooper cop, <laughs> stranger things cop, he's the same guy, I know, <laughs> yeah, I know, That's the... <laughs> it's just him in the counter, because there's probably only three cops, Cheech and Chong cop, <laughs> we got from dusk till dawn cop, that's the most meta inside the same joke reference. We got Spy Kids Cop. We got Machete Cop. Machete. <laughs> oh. Yes. They're trying to sell... Um, They're trying to sell a calendar. And good on them for not supporting the police. <laughs> well, Chicago, oh, so... Yeah. No. No. Um, yeah, they're like, sorry, we already gave everything for, for charity this year. Yeah. And they're like, oh, wow. Right? And here's the thing, though, is that, like, Nora does not back him up On anything. Once. She's in the background being like, oh, God, I wish you'd just say yes. She's awful. Yeah. And again, that is supposed to be the person that we're sympathizing with. Right. And I mean, because it, it, it is due to Nora and this spineless attitude in which 
the inevitable will happen. Well, and what's that's what's so upsetting about this movie is like literally Luther loses in this movie, and we're supposed to feel good about it, right? So in this moment, I went, dude, because I th- I think I saw it coming a mile away. I was like, all right, dude, that's the police. If you're not gonna give to the police. Like, all this harassment I've already been seeing. They're not going to help you. Right. Yeah. I'm like, dude, just give to the police. Also, just just do it. I don't – like, whatever. They're at your door. It's the police. No. <laughs> don't. I, no, because do you know why I don't? Mm-hmm. Because they showed why you shouldn't have. They literally let a crime be committed against you because you don't support them. The most realistic thing about this I film – that is fair. Is- <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> like – it's hey, hey, Nehemiah. <laughs> yeah. Nehemiah, I got, I got a gun in the back if you want it. It's just like, oh shit! It wouldn't put up Frosty, and the son of a bitch wouldn't buy a fucking Christmas tree. Yeah, and right? like, they wouldn't buy a calendar. The police will be here in a minute. Yeah, it's nuts. <laughs> yeah. And they arrest him later because they like true. fuck him. Yeah. We get to, eventually. I don't know if we missed it or not. The Botox thing. Um, no, no, we haven't. We haven't missed it yet. But uh, we're also um, now we're at the carol- Carolers, right? Then oh, we yeah. get another montage where um, Luther is like freezing the sidewalk and kills a cat. Kills a cat. <laughs> this cat is dead. Also, he breaks all of those all of those um, Carolers' hips. <laughs> yes, yes, because the carolers come back, I And guess? they do pratfalls. <laughs> right? Like, why would you come back? Yeah, I don't like, know. Like, you already know what the uh, like the outcome was, which um, that one caroler who, like, went around to their side. Yeah, um, in their window. Right? After being told, being like, they don't want to celebrate Christmas this year. And so you actively went to the other window and harassed them through their window? Like, at what point... Can you even if even if you did not pay these two cops off? At what point can you go and, and to a higher power and be like, "This is what's happening"? No, that's what I'm saying about this movie. That is absurd. Is <clears throat> it's all supposed to be in quote unquote good jest, but it is not. No, it is insanity. These people are being abused, <laughs> and right. we're supposed to be like, ah! <laughs> right. ah, "Look at those digital eyes on that cat." I didn't like that either. No, it was just weird. Like that was that was in a movie that's like, oh, it's over the top, but still could kind of be believable. Yeah, everything. Then you're is, like, wait, what? Yeah, when every, it turned into a cartoon for a everything second, everything is slightly uh, realistic, and then that's like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> right. The cat's dead. Right. So yes, he freezes that cat, uh, but the cat's not dead because in in future scenes, he steps on, he steps it. on it again, just like the a other, normal one. The other thing about this movie is that like. If it seems like we're just going, like, sketch by sketch, it's because this movie is just a sketch mm-hmm. after a sketch. Yeah. It was like, what if somebody skipped Christmas? And they were like, cool, can you turn that into an entire 90-minute film? They're like, 30, 40 tops. The whole <laughs> and they're movie like, okay, so we'll have to write that she comes back. Is essentially a montage sequence. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. it. Like, one after another. I've described a bunch of them at this point. Yeah. Um, but now... We don't need a montage to explain this next part. It's very cut and dry. The phone rings. Well, he has. Didn't he get Botox? Oh God damn it! Yeah. Now I skip one. Yeah, you're right. One more thing before the. Bo- yep, because She's they the- are they are the day before. Yes, right. They are like the twenty third. Yes, right. Um, and 
I like this scene. This scene is funny. The way he's eating the food is hilarious. Because it, it's a very physical comedy thing, and the bit is working for yeah. me. Like he's, so he meets is... Nora at the, uh, at the homeless shelter where she feeds people, and he sits down with her, and she's like... Luther, what is wrong with your face? His his face is like pulled tight. He's got like super arches on his eyebrows, and um, he, he's also because he kept going tanning. Like it's he's super dark. Yeah, now. yeah. So he gets a um, he got Botox injections. Yes, and he's trying to eat this like peach cup. Yep, and the way he's it's chewing on him is dribbling. Out yeah, his it's mouth. all coming out of his mouth all over, and he's like, it's a good bit, and he, he starts he's like. <laughs> He's like choking at one point. He's like, hey, what's the problem? But this is again when he's drinking a Diet Coke and eating a peach cup because that guy called him fat at work. (laughs) So, um, yeah, he just gets Botox and then I guess is – I don't know how long that lasts, but I guess he's fine the next day. Yeah. And uh, with like no sign whatsoever. No. Right? Uh, Phone rings. Boom. It's the daughter. And she's got some news. She's coming home for Christmas. And she's engaged. And she's engaged, and so is he. She didn't go to the Peace Corps. She knew this guy already. Nah, she – they were fucking. Yeah. And then they like were like, I'll see you in Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> well, because that's apparently how they met was like – In the Peace Corps where she goes. Right. So he probably got shipped from one country. Yeah. And she got to another, and they yeah. met. And they – basically, they've been getting down in the jungle. She's pregnant. <laughs> no there's no other explanation for why all of a sudden she's like i met this guy two weeks ago right because <laughs> there's a line that gets mentioned that they've been dating for um he says i've i've been planning this for longer than they've been dating yep he says i've been planning this for six weeks i've been planning this for longer than they've been dating yeah he also proposes something later in the film oh he proposes well, to that <laughs> He proposes a solution to their problem that is perfectly rational. And again, everyone is like, you asshole. Mm-hmm. It's like, so, um, so the mom is like, yes, you're coming home. Okay, great. Anything else that you want to just drop on us? And we'll say, sure, we'll do that too, because that's the comedy for the rest of the movie. She's like, yeah, my boyfriend would love to experience his first American Christmas. Right. And he's, and she's like, that includes the, Holiday Christmas Eve party. That includes my favorite cake ever. That includes (laughs) Frosty. Right? Like she's like, I hope Frosty's gonna be there. I can't wait to show him that. And they're like, He'll be there, sweetheart. You're like, no fuck, just tell her what went down. Be like, hey, it's gonna be real low key this year though. Yeah, like (laughs) any other family ever. It's like I don't get it. Right? She and that's why I fucking hate Jamie Lee Curtis's character character in this movie it's like what the fuck is wrong with you yeah why are you all of a sudden just like yeah now i don't have to do something that my husband has been wanting to do so bad right and and she immediately makes it seem like she was forced she was like this was your stupid idea to go on a cruise and and it's like no what i mean it was but like you were immediately like let's fuck and then talk about the cruise (laughs) she just wanted to fuck on the table yeah she didn't want to go on the cruise (laughs) right like the whole time he was pitching that she's like but back to the sex yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um but uh, yes like immediately turns on him like we've been saying everybody does right but at the same time like 
couldn't he at any time over the phone, every time that they would pick up, both pick up, couldn't he have been like, hey, uh, low-key, was his name Blair? Yeah. Right? Low-key Blair, um, I literally tried to go on a cruise with your mom, and so we didn't get Christmas plans. So, like, this year, like you said, low-key. Yeah. That's it. It's gonna or be-, be like, I will try my best. Like, we can, yeah, we can go out and get the thing that you love to eat. Yeah. Right. But like, and we'll try to invite some people over for like maybe a, a, a Christmas party. But like, fuck your two week old boyfriend. Yeah. And like, understand that like we didn't do Christmas. Yeah. If they just say it, would have leaned over to her or on the phone and just be like, hey, it's gonna be real low key this year. We weren't planning on Christmas actually. Listen, I decided that like this year we're only spending a hundred dollars on each one of the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, everyone's always are only getting one AirPod. <laughs> You'll have to share. You have to split the AirPods. <laughs> you can listen to the left track, and he can listen to the right. You can hold the one the the right nunchuck, and she can hold the left on <laughs> the on <Wii>. Switch. <laughs> on Switch, I don't know the what they're, I don't know what your panels are called on the Switch. Okay, I know nunchucks. Joy cons. Joy cons. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. So they're like, "Fuck, we got to do Christmas now." And Luther is still like. Okay. Yeah. That's I mean, why I'm like, he is a good character in this movie because he's just like. He still loves his wife. He loves his daughter. All right. Unconditionally. Like, literally unconditionally so, in this film. Again, we get kind of these long montages of them getting ready. Yeah. Um, there's, honestly, the scene at the grocery store. The ham scene? Makes me so fucking mad. <laughs> why? Because I, I have a feeling, but go ahead. Fuck that lady. <laughs> like, You mean the one that was racing carts with her? Yes. How the fuck does either one... Like, I wish the bit was that actually they weren't going for the ham. Like, not both of them. Like, she was going for something else, and right. then, like, Jamie Lee Curtis is like, fuck you! <laughs> right? Raced all the way over the... Because what happens, guys, is that, like, Jamie Lee Curtis needs the honey-baked ham that her daughter so loves also, so much. Also, out of a can? Yeah. Oh. And also, I'm just like... It's just a ham, right? It's not like some like amazing like bakery treat or something. Also, but they uh, needed something physical yeah. and large that could be a giant prop for comedy purposes to be destroyed. And I get that. Unpopular opinion: ham is fucking gross. Hey, I like ham. <laughs> Shit tier meat. <laughs> I was very Charlie there. I like ham. <laughs> <laughs> Shit tier meat. Lowest tier holiday meat. Actually, that's bacon. Historically speaking. No, I'm not talking low-tier meat as in, like, it comes from a low-tier source. I just mean, like, grossest. Like, like, ugh, worst. Really? Ham, turkey, roast beef. I'm not roast beef. Prime rib. Steak. Yeah, prime yeah. rib yeah, steak. Yeah. My dad makes a killer prime rib for Christmas. Cool. Welcome to the prime rib podcast. <laughs> where we rate your favorite meats. Primes away. I give. <laughs> I give ham a Jaws four. <laughs> yeah. No, really. Ham's a cool Jaws. <laughs> no, that's spam, sir. I, that's cruel I never Jaws. Had it's spam. a joke. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, she they get kind of into like this like tussle. The woman takes the ham and is like. <laughs> I just would have. I thought I would. I think the joke would have been funnier if, if they weren't going for this. Yeah, they, they basically the two two women spot a ham from all the way down. Like if you're a, no, the guy tells them though we only have one left. It's right. over there at the at the deli counter. Yeah, it's like if they're at all twelve, that's at all one. You know, like it's far, 
right? And they race shopping carts to get there. But again, because this is insane. Well, even, she doesn't even have a shopping cart. That's right. Jamie Lee doesn't have a – She uh, just runs. Right. Uh, but the other woman does, right? And they're just running towards this ham. I think the bit would have been funnier if what happened to Jamie Lee happened. She crashes into an aisle of uh, And the woman display, doesn't even get the ham. Right. That's not what she was going and for. And it's like, what is your and then problem? And make the thing that happens with the ham that she eventually gets funnier. Yeah. Because it's just like, uh, who – oh, God, what the – Fuck. Like, who right. cares? Because basically they added – so instead, she doesn't get that ham. She, she buys sees a black somebody, market ham. Right. <laughs> see somebody else with a ham in line, offers them like, I don't even know how much – Above market value, I right? she says. Yeah. Um, and they probably like – was like $300 or something fucking insane. Yeah. Right? Because so that's the this ham. movie. She, she buys, buys the, the ham. ham. It defies physics mm-hmm. because it's teardrop shaped <laughs> and it rolls as if it is – a circle. And it is, you can clearly tell they shoved it so hard to make it roll the way that it did. That it goes in the street uh, and it gets. Dev- oh no, my wobbly punching clown. Yeah. It gets, <laughs> it gets devils rejected. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Just run over. By a semi. Yep. It gets gauged from Pet Cemetery. <laughs> Get the baby! <laughs> and it's flattened and she's like. Right. So <laughs> as this is happening, um, uh, uh, what's it called? Luther. Sorry. Jeez. Back to Luther. Right. Luther is trying to get a Christmas tree. This is – I like when he drives onto the lot. He drives onto the lot like a madman and like blows through a tree. <laughs> just just crunches the tree and he's like, hey, I need a tree. What, what trees you got? He's like, the one you just ran over. Yeah, and he's right? like, oh, cool. And it's the guy with the racket right. again. And he's like, oh, yeah, I could sell you that tree, but it will be uh, $75. $75, right? And he's like – Ah, come on, you know, it's for the scouts, like, it's, you know, for the kids, like, you, you, you said it was $20 before, like, 15 right? And, and the kid's like, nope, it's 75 fuck you. Yeah, and you know what, this is the only time I was like, Luther, come on, man, just be like, okay, whatever, no, and leave. Right, why does he have to buy that shitty tree? It, he, basically, they're like, yeah, you can have the tree from Charlie Brown's Christmas special. Worse. <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, and and he's like, I guess I'll take it. It's like, dude, you know that that's not going to be acceptable. Yeah. Like, also, just go to Michael's. They're always having a sale on Christmas trees. That is true. Yeah. Like, uh, and it, and, and this is another thing where it's like you gotta compromise. You can't be like, uh, if 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 Blair just is like, and and a fresh spruce Christmas tree, but like, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> like, like no. We're going to have one poinsettia in the house. This, this crazy notion of, like, so much tradition that it's strangling this family and tearing them apart? Well, the whole thing is, again, it's it, this whole movie you're supposed to laugh because it's punishing this guy for skipping Christmas. It's like, what? It, why? I, that's not funny. This uh, is, like, upsetting that we're supposed to be like, ha, 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 you asshole, you thought you could skip Christmas? It's very Republican. <laughs> Don't even get me started. <laughs> this is the world we live in now. This movie was a fantasy, but now it's like... Oh, you don't celebrate Christmas? Why, you fucking piece of shit? You're, you're a terrorist? <laughs> it's like, the, you know, this is the this is the, the war on Christmas in a film. Lothar, it's me, Dan Aykroyd. I'm going to need you to say Merry Christmas. <laughs> None of this happy holidays thing. <laughs> Lothar, I'm, I'm pretty upset that you referred to your tree as a holiday shrubbery. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it really upset the kids. Bring back Festival of Christmas at DCA. <laughs> <laughs> they took Christmas out of the holidays. They're not calling the cups at Starbucks Christmas cups anymore. No, I just thank God that uh, Candlelight's still going strong. Yeah, that's a weird one, too. I remember when I was working at Great America, right? Um, for those of you who don't know, it's a Cedar Fair Park, so it has the Peanuts characters. We did a bunch of stuff for the Peanuts shows, and I finally got to go and see it, and out walks Linus in that shepherd getup, and he's like, and lo, below the stars, the whole our savior was born, yes, at a theme park in the middle of an ice show. I mean, uh, that's what Chris Pratt did. I know. <laughs> and everybody before him. And then in the next scene... The coolest one that I was present for? Kurt, Kurt Russell. Russell. You knew? Yeah. Did I tell you that before? Yeah. All right. But uh, <laughs> the next scene after um, Linus gives his Jesus speech, there's an ice skating scene where Snoopy gets a lap dance by a sexy Santa Claus. <laughs> nice. Just the way Jesus would want it. <laughs> <laughs> All I want for Christmas is her. <laughs> Play it, Schroeder. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So this is when one of my favorite visual gags of them trying to get ready for Christmas. You you forgot something in the supermarket. Very important. What? That Nora runs into this random dude. Oh yeah, the guy who's like, oh Nora, right? And she knows like, her, and she's like, hey you, right? Yeah. And he's like, how is Blair? And she's like, great, right? The, so like, the party, the holiday party, right? It's and, tonight. And she's like, yeah. And he's like, I might not be able to make it on time, but maybe like eight thirty. She's like, okay, see you there, right? And she invited a serial killer into their home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean... There's going to be a brutal massacre in their home. There's just multiple crimes happening in their home at the same time. That so. is true, yeah. <laughs> like, as we'll I will later expand upon. But, uh, yeah, so she runs into... who? It's, it's Austin Pendleton is, is the actor. Who, yeah. Uh, I, I remember him most from Short Circuit. You and Short Circuit. Sir, short Circuit you talk about is great, it Every man. single day. I do not. I've only talked about it in twice this week. That's a lot more than anyone else does. It just so <laughs> happened. What I don't remember what we were talking about the last time. You were talking about how much you love Johnny Five. Nope, nope, guys, listen up because we're gonna say it right now. Tyler had this this i this um this notion is if you remember Short Circuit. You'll just remember it's Chopping Mall in reverse. Yes, it's it's, a, <laughs> it's about a bad robot that becomes good, as yeah. opposed to b good robots that become bad when they get struck by light. Yeah, it's the same movie. <laughs> um, the, I, I, but you don't see Barbara Crampton's boobies. That's true. <laughs> so it's automatically under Chopping Mall. <laughs> yeah, but you got Steve Gutenberg. Fuck Steve Gutenberg. Go back to the haunted or to the Tower of Terror movie, Stop. asshole. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's, uh, so, so, yes, Short Circuit, he is the boss in Short Circuit, the one who's like, I need, I need him back here, stat! Like, he keeps, like, saying stat, like, that's <laughs> his bit, and, um, so, he's the boss, he's not the military man who's the, the police chief from Police Academy, like, mm. remember, his name was Schroeder in that yes, movie, yes, and I kept, yes. I was like, his name's Scrotum? <laughs> Scrotum? As a kid, I was like, that's not a name. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's who that is. Oh, yeah, the old, the, the older man, Austin Pendleton from uh, Short Circuit, um, 
so he is now coming to the party. The honey ham, like we said, gets run over. And then uh, Luther brings home the Christmas tree. And I, how did he attach it to his car? I don't know. It was just on the car with, like, a piece of duct tape. Yeah, which is funny, too. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's um, that's not good. No. <laughs> Uh, we know that firsthand. <laughs> yeah. You gotta tie some shit down. So, now, he, he obviously gets back to his home with that skimpy tree, and all the pine needles have blown off well, on yeah, the way there. stick now. And he comes in, and, and Nora's like, you can't, ha- you can't, that's not the tree, you better figure something out. He's like, okay. Well, I, a funny story, when I was, oh god, maybe like four or five, my parents and I just went and cut a tree down, like we always did, and then on our way home, it blew off the top of the car on the freeway. <laughs> we had to stop and it's put a it. It's yeah. <laughs> We had to stop and put it back on the car, and like <laughs> it was all fucked up on one side. So that was the side that went to the wall in the corner of the room. Damn! I was crying so hard in the car. I was like, Santa won't know where our house is now. <laughs> You know what's funny? I don't see a lot of people transporting trees anymore. No, because everyone just buys their tree from like Home Depot now. <laughs> and what gets it shipped to them? No, or you just it's like a short drive. Oh, it's like this racket. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I really don't I do not see a lot of people attaching you know to to their cars anymore. No. Uh I'll I'll keep a lookout this year. Yeah, keep a lookout. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Be on tree watch. Thank you. I um, will. We just need the trees. So he goes across the street because he sees that his neighbor's leaving. Right. The only per- people that are not white other than the boyfriend in this entire movie. And they're town. They're yes. like, yeah, fuck this neighborhood. It, right? Nobody's giving them shit either for leaving on whatever they vacation they're going on. Uh, really? Yeah, I think they said that they have some kind of emergency and they gotta leave. Oh. So Luther's like, hey, hey, I know in your time of grieving, uh, sorry, but can I borrow your I thought they were just gr- going no, on a vacation too. I think they are too. too, but I don't know. It's a weird... They still decorated. <laughs> right. So we asked him, he says, hey, can I borrow your tree? Blair is coming home. And he's like, uh, whatever, yeah. He says, but do not touch a single ornament on the tree. I mean, you should be fine, you know. <laughs> You're white. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets Dewey to come help him. Yeah. And uh, they um, start taking the key, or taking the tree. Yeah. And, and the and- joke is, is that they break one ornament at first that's kind of funny yeah but then what happens is um he, he breaks uh baby's first christmas yeah that's ornament. pretty funny yeah <laughs> that that was funny and he's um, like it's okay it could be replaced baby's first christmas <laughs> i was like <laughs> <laughs> um but they're taking it out of the house or they're in the house trying to get it and the neighbors like calls um what's the guy's name Needlemeyer again and is like Luther's lost his goddamn mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's trying to ruin Christmas for other people now. Right? Um, so they call the cops. Yeah. And the cops come and they arrest him. Because Spike, like, left. Yes. Yeah, like, Spike out of nowhere. Just left the scene, right? Um, and then before he's arrested, uh, Spike comes up back out of nowhere. Meanwhile, like, we're, we, we discussed Nora's path. We're discussing his path linearly, but they're actually intercut simultaneously. Right. Yeah. So um, between the cuts, then uh, Spike is the name of the kid comes back and is just like, yeah. So like he gave him the key and he's it's okay for him to be there and here's the key as proof. And they're like, 
That's enough for me. Those cops are literally the should have bought a squirrel woman from from Rat Race. Like should have bought a calendar. <laughs> They're gonna spend the night in the clink. <laughs> yeah, they're immediately like, "There you go, okay, Luther. Sorry about that." Yeah. So then, this I think we're finally at my favorite visual gag of this movie, and this is my the only joke that I liked in the movie. We're as at well. Frosty. Yes. Okay. He's hoisting Frosty onto the roof. Mm-hmm. He literally tied an actual noose around the <laughs> neck of Frosty <laughs> to hoist it up. And it's so fucking funny to see it because it's just like he fucking hates this. He could have just tied a normal knot. Tying a noose is hard. But, like, this comes back to your point of being like, how did everybody else get it on their roof? I know, because nothing really happens except the eyes light up again, and he falls off the roof. Yeah, what what is this, like, eyes lighting back up? I like, don't know. Uh, like, it's a demon. Yeah, but what? <laughs> That's why the priest wants Frosty up there, too. He's got to exercise it. Ho, 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 happy birthday! <laughs> <laughs> I will post I will save the video from my Snapchat from years ago and I'll post it on the Bombs Away Instagram tonight of we have this huge inflatable snowman uh-huh. that you could go inside of it had like a tunnel in it okay. uh, at Great America and when Winterfest was over it needed to be deflated okay. and it had a bunch of water on top of it said just rained so we unplugged it and started squeezing the air out of it it started slowly, like, leaning towards us, and all the water was rushing off of it, <laughs> and I shot it in slow motion with me making that laugh on it, and it's like... <laughs> <laughs> it's terrifying, and that's how I feel about this Frosty tipping over on him. But yes, he falls off the roof, and he says, the only thing that made me laugh in this movie, when when his wife comes up, it's like, oh my god, Luther, what are you doing? He says, well, it was a, su- it was a suicide attempt, but I read the instructions wrong. It's like, I'm right there with you. <laughs> yeah, I would have massacred this town. He he falls off the roof. Like, also, he's, his tips. He's fucked up. Like, there's no doubt in my mind. He's, he's hurt beyond belief. Yes, because uh, the rope... He takes around it off. His leg. Yeah, it wraps around his leg and catches him and hangs him upside down by his ankle. But it catches like, him like right. Like it pulls his hard. Ankle had to have snapped. Or he's like whole body. He has whiplash now. There's, and then the and then the most negligent fire department in the world cuts him down. He just falls flat on his back. Yeah, they're they're like you got him. What snap? Like they cut the. Cord. Also, I don't know why they're using. <laughs> They're using aircraft line clippers to yeah. cut a rope. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get that one either, because it would not cut through that. <laughs> We're used to getting cats out of trees, so... Yeah. I mean, this is as close as we got. So, then Frosty also falls off the roof and shatters into a million pieces. Yes. And they're like, Niedermeyer's like, what's going on? Wait a minute. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Does Fal- it? Yeah, it falls off the roof. How do they get another one? Because... I forget. Niedermeyer says, what's going on? And they say, Blair's coming home. And right. everyone's like, oh! <gasps> They're like, and this is again a scene where I was like, God damn it, I would beat the shit out of this whole town with my bare right? hands. He's like, goes on a rant being like, we need to help the cranks because you know what? We all like Blair. Yeah. Fuck Luther. Yeah. Remember Blair? The one that used to babysit your kids? The one you used to felt like just sensitive about in your private parts when she'd come over and babysit <laughs> your children? <laughs> those ones that you wish she would be in those babysitter videos on the <laughs> internet, but she wasn't. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, the one you wish it was your stepdaughter. <laughs> you ever watch those videos? <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, we should help Blair. Yeah, and it's like, again, 
you guys are fucking assholes. You're no one is doing anything in this movie for good reason right? other than Luther. Yeah, and 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 they're all doing it just to what? Like to show off for Blair? Like yeah. I, I I don't get it because that means that everybody does like Luther and Nora and Blair and they've all been a part of this community and family and everything. You mean to tell me that like in this moment of trying to do something for themselves all that went out the window? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense to me. But they're doing it for Nora and Blair. That's right. specifically, like, dropped there. They hate Luther because he wanted to skip Christmas. It's all his fault for no reason whatsoever. So then they have a montage of getting everything set up. <laughs> they, uh, The cops pick up uh, Blair and Enrique at the airport. And then they tell him to stall. And Jake Busey is... Holding a sign that it's says Enrique N, N period Reeky. Yes. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, these guys are real dumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, when one of them's Hispanic, so I don't know why they thought his name was Enrique. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally my first thought. I was like, Cheech is Mexican. Why does he think like. <laughs> Way too stone, man. <laughs> so they're driving them back and. Dewey gets on the radio and is like, you gotta stall. We don't have time because their plane comes in an hour early. Right. So they're like, don't, like, we gotta go. We gotta go. Um, so they get out to, like, look for a perp, quote unquote. Yeah. What was this, what was this editing between the kid and the cops where he's like, uh, come in, come in, uh, officer so-and-so, and it's just like, the editing is like, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, it's really Remember bad. Remember that? Do you... I think it was edited by the same guy who did Bohemian Rhapsody, so it's just... <laughs> I mean, but they were editing it to a, the song that was playing yeah. in the background yep. in this intercut sequence. It's not good. But it, it's not there anywhere else in the film like nope. this. You were like, wait, whoa, 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 what was that? So, right? they get out of their car to go look for a perp that doesn't exist. Right. And then they find a guy robbing a house. <laughs> so they stop him. Yep. They arrest him. They, they put him in the same back seat as Enrique and Blair. Yes. So That's a, how is this acceptable? The most negligent cops on <laughs> earth. They almost kill this man. You have responsibility to the people in your back seat, right? That like shouldn't be there to begin with, right? We're, there's a yeah. whole I, a lot you, of red tape, a lot of paperwork. These cops are terrible. <laughs> like the the thing. Okay, like I keep trying to get to that. I'm just gonna skip to it later. Yeah, yeah. They leave this man to go to the party in the back of their police car while it is snowing with the windows down. Oh God! They go and party. They literally. This guy could have died. Criminal in the back. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck him! <laughs> um, yeah, it's ridiculous. So yeah, they're they're stalling there, like picking up this burglar, driving really slow with Blair and everything. Meanwhile, like Dan Aykroyd is like ordering people around and being like, "You get the decorations over here, and you get the thing over there." And he's literally not doing anything. And it reminds me of a certain uh, like the entire character reminds me of a certain person that we used to know. You. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> but just that, like, bossing everybody around and, and like, air of superiority about them. Oh, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. That, that, like, is so, like, undeserving. 
right? Yeah. Where he's like, why does everybody look up to Niedermeyer? Like literally the way Tim Allen describes him is he's the most like uh, bossy, nosy, like everybody in the neighborhood should hate him, right? But they don't. No, no, they don't. They're like – once again, paints only Luther as a bad guy. Like nobody's even annoyed by Dan Aykroyd's actions. They're like, no. "Yes, sir." They're like, no "Yeah, problem. this guy's great." Yeah. So um, as 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 all that's happening, that old man shows up as well. Yeah, and he's like, "Where? What can I help with?" Yeah, and they're like, and literally everybody's like, "Who the fuck is that guy?" Yeah, like I, you know, they I'm, are straight up like pointing and being like, "You know him?" And I don't yeah, so he Nobody helps. Knows he him. helps set up, right? Blair and Enrique show up. Uh, the power goes out, and oh, then immediately right. comes back on. Yeah, he's like, "You know anyone at the power company?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm a mobster." Right? <laughs> yeah, let me call a guy. Yeah, yeah, because that's what happens. Like some guy actually just shows up and fixes the power, like like that. The power of a white neighborhood. (laughs) (laughs) Millions of people Um, starve in Chicago, but this guy was there in two minutes. Another thing that is, like, mind-boggling is that before she comes in the door, Luther and Nora are upstairs, and they, like, try to get rid of his suntan. Yeah, that's a weird one. Where you're like, just say I went tanning! Yeah. Just say I went tanning! Like, if you're hiding everything else from this girl, which you shouldn't, there, yeah, there I, should be a conversation. Like, if you pull this off, there should still have been a conversation of being like, your father tried to skip Christmas. What, Dad? You should have gone and been like, oh, god damn it. You that, bitch! <laughs> that would have been a bitter movie. Wouldn't that have been a funny ending? She's like, oh, Dad, you didn't have to give up your cruise for me. He's like, you bitch! <laughs> and they break up, and then he calls M.M. Walsh and is like, I'm going to need those tickets back! <laughs> and he kills Niedermeyer. Yeah. Silent Night, Deadly Night 6. Christmas with the Cranks. Naughty! (laughs) You know what? I may cut together Christmas with the Cranks trailer and Silent Night, Deadly Night to see if I can make a a horror movie based on... Frosty! Frosty! (laughs) Yeah, so... Claire gets there. Everyone's like, Claire! And the party presumes, Peace Corps! (laughs) (laughs) Should have bought a calendar! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then we get to finally figure out what this guy's fucking name is. It's Marty. Because he's like, oh, Blair, I love you. Like, blah, 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 blah. And then he says, Well, um, mom, she's not, they're not there yet. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, also, what's happening um, is that, like, people are putting things on the roof, uh, and there's a guy on the roof, oh. and um, and then there's also the fact that, like, a- as all this is happening, um, they're coming through. They're like, oh, my God, they're rolling up, right? And the cop car is being escorted by the kid on a bike, like, plowing through a blizzard. Yeah, I don't get that. <laughs> like, it is, like... It is at least a foot tall of snow, and the kid's like, oh my god, why did they make me do this scene? It doesn't make any sense, but they show up, and the whole neighborhood is straight up like, like, you ever seen Funny Farm? No. You never seen Chevy Chase with Funny Farm? No, I hate Chevy Chase. So does everybody in this movie. Oh. But it's deserved. He's an, it's like, oh, god damn it. <laughs> this movie is very similar in the fact that, like, both 
people are made out to be assholes. Now, the thing is, in Chevy Chase's one, he is an asshole. In right? everything he does, he's an asshole. But you like him because he's an right. asshole. This movie, you like him because he's actually not. So in Funny Farm, right, they hate him so much, right, that when him and his wife are going to get a divorce, right, uh, which is around Christmas in this part of the movie, they decide they're like uh, – they're like uh, Chevy Chase comes up and his wife – come up with an idea where they're like we've got to sell this house in the middle of this like small town you know farm like this right and they're like we know you hate us especially him but we need you to turn yourselves into instead of being like assholes in the crankiest small town ever to be like like this in christmas of the cranks right like just carolers and like everything in order to help them sell the house so that they can leave because they're assholes Holds, right? Jesus Christ. It's a wild movie. Like it's actually a lot of fun. But like it reminds me of this where like in a switch, they're just like, Oh, King Winchester, oh my god, like oh Blair. And you're like, is it always like this? Yeah. Is it culty like this? Like, cause like immediately she doesn't even act like this is all that, like, oh my god, this is beautiful. It's like it's normal to her. Yeah. Well, so then so yes, she gets home, right? The way that we are introduced to Marty is actually he introduces himself to Enrique. Right. And he speaks Spanish. And you're like, whoa, Marty. <laughs> Didn't take you for that. Right. And and is like, you want to go play some Spanish, like, carols? Yeah. Like, what? So they do it. Just they- South American caroling starts happening in the living room. This is another scene. That everybody apparently knows. The cops are playing. I know, I know. Uh, <laughs> no, it's the firemen. The firemen are the band. <laughs> um, Disneyland. But but Jake Busey's playing. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um somebody's on the piano. Like it is weird, right? And um then uh at this point in the movie, uh the the kid on the bike, right, Max, right, is now outside. Yes, and he oh yeah, he frees the criminal, because he's like, I was just trying to get food for my kids. Your kids? Really? I'm like, D- kid, you've been harassing your neighbor, like, and systematically, like, just basically outside of his house, harassment, like, psychological warfare, yeah. like, with your father, like, and everything, and you fell for this shit? You fucking moron. <laughs> God damn it. Malcolm would have never done this. No. You're the shitty kid. You fuck you. <laughs> Everyone loved Reese, you little bitch. <laughs> So, yeah, so he, he lets him out, and he says, you can go in there and get food. He's yeah. Like, okay. Food only. he robs the house. But he leaves him unsupervised. Like, the kid is Okay, here's my question. Aware. Worst what? criminal ever. Why would you rob the house where there's, like, a hundred <laughs> people inside of it? Yeah. I can't rob the old people that aren't at the party across the street. That's just too much. Their son's not coming home. <laughs> Wait, so I am their son. Oh, whoa. Whoa. So he goes upstairs and he starts robbing them. Meanwhile, this is another scene that makes me incredibly mad. Mm-hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis, Nora, gives a speech saying, like, thank you guys so much. We love everything that you've done for us. We really appreciate it. And then Luther is like, yeah, same for me. And, and like, walks away. I don't understand why they wrote it like this. I don't – because – you said that the movie has been making him out to be the villain the whole time, right? And this is that moment where he could have said something and I've been like, hell yeah, you redeemed it. You got past it. But I don't know why they choose to turn him into full asshole. Like why does he – Well, like, because, because – first off, I don't think him saying nothing doesn't, doesn't make him an asshole. 
Because here's why. We're going to get a little deep with it again. He has completely lost. Yeah. The entire town has defeated him. Mm Mm-hmm. Are you going to be like, yeah, thanks so much? No, this entire time for six weeks he has been being harassed, and that's and that's that's another thing is the fact that like one in this moment, what you're putting together is something that you have to put together as an audience member yourself because it's never like it's never even a scene where like he's like leafing through like the pamphlets again and being like, God, this would have been wonderful. He does it the next scene. He does he? Yeah, the next scene. Well, no, I, I mean before this. Oh, though, yes, no. that's what I mean. Is like, uh, you're you're meant to be like, what a douche in this moment. You're like, but why? Yeah. Why? Why not just be like, because uh, he's basically like, yeah, ditto, right? Yeah. Instead, he could have been like, uh, my sentiments are the exact same as Nora. Thank you for all for being here. Have a great night. You know, at least say, why well, is it because... in these moments, like the moments with like selling the tree or or talking to the cops? Why is his response so much to the like the wrong because, direction? But like I'm saying, I totally sympathize with all of his actions in this film. Oh, I do too. Because because even his wife was not helping him in this whole situation. She immediately flips on being like, "I was never down with this." No, this guy, this guy loves the shit out of his family. Like loves so much, them, right? And there, and, and everyone, that's never even really recognized. That's like, what I'm saying. Is like, is like him saying, "Yeah, same for me." And he kind of just walks away. It's like, yeah, I'm not going to say thank you to the people who have broken me down psychologically for six weeks, and basically I had to crumble to their will because my daughter came home, right? And now I can't even celebrate Christmas with just her. I have to celebrate with these assholes who this have been is, harassing me. I mean, this is basically Father of the Bride, but with Christmas. It's fucked up, dude. <laughs> right? A guy who literally, like, tries to put his foot down throughout the whole movie, and because he loves his daughter so much, he's willing to, like, spend as much as it has to and put up with as much shit as possible. That's literally Father of the Bride. So, and then the next scene, this whole progression is really annoying, and I hated it. It's like, he's sitting there, and she's like, wow, you really couldn't say anything? And he's basically like, what What do you want me to say? Right. He's like, I literally just wanted us to be able to do something together. And, and, and this is my thing, and this is my whole thing about this movie, why it's so frustrating. He lays it out for us. Look at how much fucking time they spend to appease their neighbors. Mm-hmm. And he's like, for once, I just wanted to fucking do something for Christmas for us. For us, right? And she's still not like, she's fully like, on the side. She's like, you're an asshole, basically. Yeah. She's like, look at all those people out there took all their time out of their day. Fair, yes, they do help you, but no, they took all their time out of every single other other day right. for six weeks to harass. Well, that's you. what I mean. It's like, yeah, fair, sure, they did. Thanks, you know, for saving what, but I, they what my wife's desire. Did, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. She's saying, "Oh, look, they did this for us. No, right. they did it for you and your daughter, right? Not and for did, me. And they did it for themselves, exactly, too, to be completist in on that block. And I promise you, Christmas with the Cranks too. It takes place years after when they're still like, remember when we helped you out? My kid has cancer. Help me <laughs> donate to his GoFundMe. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, it's it's fucked up, man. So then this is when he go he goes outside because he's just like fuck this." And the thief is running out of the window. Here's why uh, another thing where it's like, why did you even add this thief? He is not. He is not 
there to be like, oh my god, this guy like ruined the Christmas we just created or anything. It is he goes upstairs, he comes back downstairs, he gets caught. End of that plot line. And Marty hits him with an umbrella, and he goes, see, I told you you could have used an umbrella. And he turns, and there Marty is Santa Claus. Right. And he's like, oh my god, you're the umbrella salesman. It was only for that? Like, this entire subplot was for that. Well, you later figure out who he actually is, and it's really fucking dumb. But yeah, he's like... Well, yeah, we'll, go, we'll get the... Don't... Not yeah, yet. No. Not he's like, yet. He goes... Oh, no, he that already, is the worst part of the film. He, oh, That's oh, the worst he part. He already spoils it, though, right off the bat. Yeah. Because he goes, yeah, you know, the snow's coming down. This is a good time for me to sell my umbrellas. And he goes, oh... That's a bummer that you have to work on Christmas. And he goes, or Christmas Eve. And he goes, Santa always has to work on Christmas Eve. And I was like, fuck you! <laughs> yeah, like, but at the same time, I still was like, well, no, he's the Salvation Santa. Like, no. <laughs> that sounded weird. The, oh, the, <laughs> Our Savior. No, no, no. But here's why instantly in that moment, everything clicked for me into what is going to eventually happen. He knows everyone's fucking name. And nobody knows who he is. Nobody knows who he is. No, and I, he knows Spanish I get out of it. nowhere. I get it, but it was so it was so in the moment that for me I was just like, oh, okay, yeah, it's it's just the guy in town that's the small Santa that somehow knows everybody. Uh it didn't click yet. No. Right. So this is when first off they find out that they left the guy on the roof. <laughs> so whatever he comes down that's such a non-story point it, uh, but this is when... so many times there's a like a uh, problem and immediate solution and thus like no problem whatsoever this is when luther turns around and notices that his neighbors the old couple do you know how he notices because for some reason people don't shut the fucking door in this house he is sitting at his dining room table, which is in the back of the house. He looks up. He looks through his door into the window of the cross right. the street's neighbors. And they're sitting there. In their bay window. Like, yeah. he sees that. Why is nobody shutting the door? There's a storm a outside. Blizzard outside. Enough for him. Like, we're saying the door was open long enough for this shot to happen, for the, it to track through the door and zoom in. Like, that's long. That yeah. wasn't one of those, like, oh, Merry Christmas, ding dong, open door, no, hey, it's just open. look past them as they walk through and door shut. Nope, just open. It was like, it was like the room in there. And so, um. He goes over and he talks to them, right? And the guy lays out, like, oh, you know, we tried to come over, but it's just, there's so many people, and with the snow, she's not feeling up to it. We just can't. I'm gonna be honest. I wrote here, I said, this movie was pointless until this one selfless act I'm to a dying you, woman and her husband. This scene this got me. reminds me of a scene in a, in a movie directed by the same guy that makes me cry every fucking time I see it. Is it Home Alone with the old man? Yes. When he goes to the church. And he's talking about his daughter. Yep. It's the same thing, man. Because it's like... And the fact that it's like the same people too, right? Is it also is kind of playing into that? But he goes over there and he talks to them about everything. And long story short, he's like, "I want to do something for you." I mean, it was. I'm telling you, it was touching. I told you. I already broke it down for you earlier. This whole <laughs> thing about what the meaning of it all is, right? But I, I, I didn't feel that. I was already like, I didn't feel that until you told me. I mean. No, it, in the like, moment, it's touching. It's so... But like, here's, I'm like, how, where did this come from in but, this movie? But here's the problem with it, right? Again, yeah. 
I love this scene. I really do. And it's so touching. Basically, long story short, he tells them, here are the tickets for my cruise. Mm-hmm. Take them. Blair's going to be here for 10 days. We can't go. Right. It leaves tomorrow. And they're making up a bunch of excuses for why they can't go. And this is the point that really got me. He's like, no, I'm trying to do a good thing for two good people who really deserve it, who are trying really hard to make up an excuse for why they won't go. And they just keep making up excuses. And it was it was very touching because it felt very close to home for me as yeah. well, you know? So, like, I'm sitting there watching them and they just be like, what about the cat? And what if our son comes home? And, like, literally just – I was like, just go. Yeah. Please go. Please go. Cause I've, I've, I've been there. I've felt that where like people make excuses in their life yeah. not to go and, and have a good time. Yeah. You know? And so like I'm over here being like, Oh, please take this cruise. And, oh, I missed one thing. Yeah. Absolutely fuck Nora before this because he's moping and she's like, he goes, I, I figured it out. Basically is what he says. She's like, what? He goes, we'll go on the cruise. Enrique and Blair can stay at the house. They get a getaway together at this house, and they can do whatever they want, and we get to go on the cruise. And she's like, fuck you. And it's like, she's like, you're still hung up on this cruise? Mm-hmm. It's like, of course he is! <laughs> yeah, like, because until... And how is that unreasonable? It's... that That's the crazy part, is that, like, she still hasn't come to terms with the fact that, like, this is non-refundable. Yeah. This is, like... Because you chose Blair over Cruz, which, okay, it's your daughter, mm-hmm, yeah, but you chose Blair over Cruz, we are losing, what, three grand? Six thousand dollars. No, no, that wasn't the whole thing, was it? It, it came out to, like... I thought six was what he was going to spend on, on the holidays, I, He was, and they're saving three grand, oh, so right. it's three. that's right, it's like three thousand dollars, but yeah. still, it's like, that is three thousand dollars. Yeah. So, yes, the very touching scene now, he gives he gives it to them, and they do say... They, and that's the other sad thing. They're like, well, our son might come home. And he just turns oh, to her and he's like, yeah. he hasn't been home in years. Yeah. And it's like, fuck, why'd you have to say yeah, that? He straight up just, he he dealt it real to her. Yeah. He was just like, listen, I'm trying to go on a cruise. I'm trying to fuck. I'm try- <laughs> well, and then she says, she, and then he goes, well, Luther, these tickets have like different names on them and he's like i'll take care of it right yeah i'll take care and of I'll that and i'll watch the cat yeah they go what about well, what about the cat i'll i'll even watch the guy like you don't cat. like the cat yeah it's like it's okay i think we'll get along and, yeah. he, and then he says well if i think if you step on him less you guys can <laughs> yeah. get along and it's very touching this if whole you scene... like stop freezing him and like actually killing him so he came back to life that would be great <laughs> we actually had to buy we had to bury him in the back <laughs> in this pet cemetery yeah so and he's like <laughs> I'm sorry, I skipped over the joke for a second. I was like, yeah. <laughs> it was good. Um, um, and he's like, that's why the son hasn't been back yet. Because they, <laughs> they had to re-kill him because he's a zombie child. Oh, no. <laughs> so he's yeah. like, just take it. And they're like, okay. And then he goes, I did like this again. He's like, does this mean I have to like you now? <laughs> no, like, I don't like you, old man. Yeah, and it's like, oh, this is good. But this goes to show, even though this is a change of heart, and ultimately it does make me mad because his hand was forced on the situation. He's always been a good fucking person. Always. This whole movie. So it doesn't. It 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 it, it is emotional. Yeah. Right. But it's not deserved. It's right. not earned. 
Right. It's because there was no, um, we're talking about dynamic change in characters versus static, right? Yeah. And, and his, he's always been at the same level. He's always been a st- static character. There was no dynamic shift between like, I'm an asshole and I finally got a change of heart on the holidays but and gave these tickets away. It, it, right. it has like this change to people who were thinking in the mindset that he is an asshole. Right. It is superficial to an audience member yes. who, would assume the same as this town does yes. of what a douchebag, right? So it actually is on – damn, it is really on middle American Republican side. Yeah. <laughs> damn. But then he goes home and I was like, fuck you, Nora, again. Cause, yeah. Because the finishing line of the movie is skipping Christmas. How stupid. <laughs> it's like, fuck you. That's not stupid. I, I like I, – I just read my final notes here. And I, I, I wrote two things, okay? I wrote, why are they making it like Marty is Santa, right? <laughs> oh, no. Right? And I left it this way. And then I wrote, wait, why that ending? <laughs> he is Santa. Marty is Santa, you guys. Okay. He flies away on reindeer in his <laughs> Volkswagen Beetle. Why? 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 <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> Why is Why? he in this film? Why is Santa, an actual Santa Claus, in this film? Why couldn't it just stick to reality? And that's when I learned this then, but, is super fantasy. Luther looks up and he goes, Oh! <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> yes, this ending is fucking awful. I hate it. Do you know what it is? Is it? it, it they didn't have an end. Like it, they didn't have an ending. They it, didn't have a stinger. It ties in this like, see, Santa's. It's real. the The magic of the holidays is real. <sighs> also, again, movie. Nobody was paying attention to the fact that they was based off the book called Skipping Christmas. Your line at the end is fucking dumb. It's like, the movie's called Christmas with the Cranks. One of the weirdest titles for this film. That is really weird, too. It's like, that's what you chose to name them? Christmas with the two parents. Like, they're cranky? They were never cranky. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas with the atheists. <laughs> That's me and Carly's house. <laughs> oh. Well, speaking of, I mean, we know that she's seen this a bunch of times, but did she have anything new to say? She fucking, upon watching this movie with me this time, uh-huh. she completely changed her feelings on the film. Because I told her, oh, we're doing Christmas in the Cranks. She goes, that movie's not that bad. It's fun. I like <laughs> it. And we watched it, and she saw how mad I was getting <laughs> about the about the way they were treating Luther. And she was like, yeah, this movie takes place in, like, insane town. <laughs> However, I will say, the neighborhood of the city that Carly and I are from, right? It's called Glenmore. It is middle America in liberal Bay Area, California. Okay. It is that that pocket of why the fuck don't you have Christmas lights up? Sounds pretty. It's not. <laughs> I used it was this the neighborhood we grew in grew mm-hmm. up in and my parents still live there mm-hmm. is like a Midwest nightmare in California. Oh no. Yeah. When I used to walk to school Those pockets of yes. of red. Yeah. But it's it's just the neighborhood that's red. Mm. 
uh, there was a plumber that came to our house who had a bunch of tattoos. And he's like, yeah, I live in the neighborhood. Um, they talked to my real estate agent and told them not to sell the house to me because I had tattoos. Oh, shit. Yes. When I walked to school in high school, I used to rip out people's Prop 8 signs out of their, <laughs> out of their yard and throw it in the, in the, um, in the, the, uh, the, like, drainage ditch. <laughs> oh, my God. Somebody ripped a sign out again! <laughs> yeah. It's, but that our, where Carly and I grew up is this town. And that's what's so upsetting about it. It's fucking insane. There are people out there like this. Fuck them. <laughs> Somebody ripped out my sign. I'm gonna go over to Bay Bridge and pick it instead. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people gonna see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, Carly hates this movie, too. She, it made her mad. Okay. Um, would you recommend it? No. <sighs> it's a background movie at best. It's a holiday party movie. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, I, I was just, I was just listening to another, uh, podcast, uh, that was talking about, uh, that same description of a film of being like, this is a film that you put on when, like, people come over and nobody's actually paying attention to the television. Yeah. It's just there on the screen when you couldn't find the, uh, log flames. Or you could do fun <laughs> movies like we did. Right. <laughs> because at our Thanksgiving thing, we we watched, we had uh, Home, Home Alone, Alone 2, 2 and Home Alone 3 in the background. Home Alone 3 didn't make it all the way, guys. No, but it's a good movie. Shut up. Um, and then it got weird with Once Upon a Time. I was like, that doesn't fit the theme. Yeah, that came out of nowhere. I think, <laughs> I think Stephanie's boyfriend just wanted to watch it because yeah. he bought it. Yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> all right, sure. Um, what would you give this, Jaws scale? <sighs> Jaws 3. It's competent. But it is not enjoyable. <laughs> Just like Jaws 3. I'm going to give this the making of featurette of Jaws 4. Shut up. Because <laughs> I'm, no, I'm like stuck in between a 3 and a 4. Because this movie made me so irrationally angry that I the was The last like, Jaws. The last Jaws. That's that's one of them that I just recently discovered, but I don't want to add another oh, geez. thing no, to yeah. it. I would give it, I'm going to give it a... a a low three like i'm giving it like it's barely a three for me because it's it it made me so mad <laughs> yeah like jaws three would uh, jaws three's good so fuck yeah 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 so <laughs> i give this a temple of doom on the indiana jones scale <laughs> shut up <laughs> you shut your mouth god damn it every time um so we've heard from carly and you've heard from us, but there's still a whole group of people. It's very important out there. It's the internet. This is Give Me Five. These are five and ten star re reviews. They are pulled from IMDb and Amazon. Uh, mostly IMDb. Uh, Tyler seems to find these on mostly there. The Amazon reviews are always about how good it was delivered to their house. <laughs> Came to my door, super fast, packaging looked good, five stars. One out of five. He put it under the welcome mat and I stepped on it. <laughs> <laughs> they stole it off my porch again. I hate Christmas. One out of five. It was delivered to my house with exactly what it was for my wife's Christmas present. <laughs> exactly as expected. Love it. That's what happened five this stars. morning. They knocked on my door to deliver a package, Carly's Christmas present, and it literally says on the side of the box what it is on the inside damn. in huge letters on all four sides of the box. Get it together, Bezos. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. I mean, I know one of your eyes is crooked, but like, get it together, Jeff Bezos. Almost as crooked as his tax returns. Wah, bah, bah. <laughs> oh, topical. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you. So this first one is uh, a 10-star review from IMDb from Shava Zomar. It was written in 2019. Uh, so Look literally the date. November 27th, 2019. Five days ago? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who – I mean so, somebody started out like – on uh, on Netflix on a bad choice. Like what? I just realized this review was written like the day I watched this movie at first. <sighs> okay. So, when this movie comes on TV, I know Christmas is around the corner. <laughs> if it was playing during the summer, I'd be real confused. <laughs> this Ernest Saves Christmas, another great one on, the, on this show. <laughs> And Jingle All the Way, coming to you this month, uh, with Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, always cheers me up. It's 2019, and I still enjoy this movie every year. So he literally named a whole bunch of other bad movies. Yeah, that that's doing. why I liked it. It's like, it's like, I love this shit and this shit. <laughs> that's why I enjoy this shit. <laughs> Ten stars. Christmas with the Cranks, Surviving Christmas... <laughs> <laughs> and the Kirk Cameron's War on Christmas. <laughs> All masterpieces. <laughs> uh, Casper Spirited Christmas. <laughs> Is that one? I don't even know. I don't know. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> it's, I feel cold inside. It's not just because it's Christmas. This, A Christmas Story 2. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And Jingle All the Way 2. Oh. Yeah. And Jungle the Jungle. <laughs> <laughs> That's Tim Allen. Oh? <laughs> uh, yeah, so the next one is written by ZZD-3 uh, back in 2004. A must-see is the title. I love this show, and so did my wife and my 11-year-old son. We laughed until we cried. This is truly feel-good movie. I thought National Treasure was going to be my favorite movie until I saw this movie. We now have a tie. Fans of this movie do not like good movies. But also, like... This is written by Mark. I mean, <laughs> National Treasure is a pretty fun movie. Right? But it's, like, not very good. This is, yeah, but this is a tie? Yeah. <laughs> um... He goes on, my wife and I have never seen Jamie Lee Curtis play a character like this one. She and Tim Allen are not the only stars in this one. Moving on. <laughs> Literally, it just moves on to the next paragraph. There are so many great jokes in this movie that are spread out among all the players. Dan Aykroyd has a great part that shows real strength and wisdom at the end. Way to go, Dan. <laughs> You must see this one. Two out of nine people found this review helpful. <laughs> I think uh, the how many people found a review helpful on IMDb is like a form of cyberbullying. <laughs> Just like, fuck your review. <laughs> and the last one is written by VJ Boomer. <laughs> Yo, I'm a video jockey boomer. I play nothing but 70s and 80s MTV classics. Don't ask me. Even if... though there was no music videos in the 70s. I'm sorry. Don't don't ask me if my favorite lead singers are problematic. I'll scream at you in line at Safeway. <laughs> um, They write, 
not objectively awful. Quotation marks around objectively awful. <laughs> I was just pursuing sites about movies. One mentioned, quote, Hollywood's best Thanksgiving films, I think. However, they described, quote, cranks as, quote, objectionably awful. Change that to, quote, subjectionably awful. As the more perceptive among us rate this classic up there with, quote, Home Alone, quote, Christmas in Connecticut, quote, planes, trains, and automobiles, quote, one magic Christmas and other holiday gems. <laughs> that is that is bold. This guy say. loves quotations. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> do you like the way I'm reading it, or is it getting confusing? I do like it. <laughs> this guy is a sucker for MLA format. <laughs> Many, many laughs and even some tears. It always amazes and disturbs me when, after being utterly amused and wonderfully entertained by a great movie, I find the inevitably trashy, quote, review, usually from a troller. Um, can I go back for a second? Yes. Because everything that I re read to you just now, that sentence, was all in a parenthesis as a side note. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, it goes many, many laughs and even some tears in parentheses. It always amazes me and disturbs me when, after being utterly amused and wonderfully entertained by a great movie, I find the inevitably trashy review, usually from a troller. That was all a side note. Yeah. Okay, drunk uncle. <laughs> uh, if you, quote, don't get... Quote, Christmas with the cranks. <laughs> it's gone over your head, and you need to be visited by Morley's ghosts. Hey, man, it's me, a ghost. <laughs> but also, wait. Um, hey, we're Jacob Morley. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, you don't know me, but, uh. <laughs> I'm the ghost of Christmas Crank's future. <laughs> Hey, I'm 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 Jacob Marley. I'm here uh, to scare you about your future, but you don't know who I am, so it doesn't really like correlate. I did bring this VHS of Christmas with the Cranks with me. Ah! I'll change everything. <laughs> here, here's Christmas Muppet Carol. Why is he Cleveland from Family Guy? I don't know. <laughs> uh, so to finish it up. It's gone over your head and you need to be visited by Marley's ghost. Then, watch it again with your newfound heart, sanity, and sensitivity. Quote, cranks will rise higher on your list. Zero out of one found this review helpful. Okay, boomer. <laughs> that was a confusing review for me. Yeah, because he wrote too many things. Yeah. It, it's one of those things where I'm like, should we post reviews on Instagram? So people can read them? Yeah. So like they understand what I'm going through when I read this shit. <laughs> <laughs> because like sometimes to me I'm like, uh, I, I try to read them in character, right? I try to like be like, okay, this is the kind of tone I feel like it's coming from. Um, and then sometimes it just gets wildly off into tangents like that. Where I'm just like, um, how do I convey everything that he's writing in the fashion and form he's writing? So I'm like, maybe we should post these on the Instagram. Maybe. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to ask people to vote on that. Yeah. You guys vote. Yeah. Sh should we post it on Instagram? Is that something you'd be interested in reading? The things that are that we read, the same reviews? Let us know. Yeah.
How do you let us know? If you're not a follower of Instagram, you can go to at bombsawayshow.com and you can visit us there on Facebook and on Twitter using the same handle. Hell yeah. Once you're there, you can click on our bio link, which is also our link tree. Link tr.ee slash bombsawayshow. I was ready this time. Hell yeah. And there you can find links to our t-shirts links to our live shows uh like we said in the beginning of the episode come join us for that retro release pop-up it's gonna be a hell of a lot of fun hell yeah um a hell of a lot of fun a hell of a lot of fun oh, i love i love beth <laughs> um so yeah come out join us for that and uh like i said follow us on instagram and uh join the party guys uh if this is your first time listening, thank you. Thank you for being here. If you are a continual listener, share these episodes. If you're a first-time listener, you should share these episodes. Uh, but thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us today. We will see you next week with ooh, Friday the 13th, the final chapter. What a lie. <laughs> I swear this is the end. I super swear it. Yeah, I swear it will not continue in a weird way, but then go back kind of to normal. Uh, hello? Uh, this is Money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got to talk about the final chapter. Uh, bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a line around the block. <laughs> Which there was. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, tune in next week for Friday the 13th, the Friday final chapter for friday the 13th which is coming up in december and uh this is wild guys because this this one i dove deep into so you're not going to want to miss it i listened to the director's commentary of friday the 13th so i watched this film twice in the last 24 hours hell yeah ready for it uh yep join us next week and then we'll see you after that at those live shows and uh hopefully you know we'll see your smiling face there too Mm. Uh, for Bombs Away, I'm Jonathan. I'm Tyler. And... Been a production of Big Bulb Entertainment, executive produced by Jonathan Young. For more media and information, visit us at www.bigbulbentertainment.com. Big Bulb, what's your bright idea? Shh.